When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's show is brought to you by Press House Coffee. Get 20% off your first order of premium roasted-to-order coffee at PressHouseCoffee.com slash W-A-T-P. My week-long dream has come true. Episode 248. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap a It's showtime. <laughs> A W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Rubber Dicks and Cousin Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that reads If I Ran the Zoo and provides highly detailed descriptions of the illustrations. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who was wearing two crowns long before Dr. Fauci recommended it. From the Here's What I Don't Get podcast, it's our friend Tab, a.k.a. Mad Cox. What's happening, Tab? Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. This is uh, Tab's first time on the show. We're excited to have him. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and of course the link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a Twitch channel called Real Maddox. We have both watched and listened separately. We have not discussed with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. Real Maddox is a Twitch channel with host George Ozunian. Am I pronouncing that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to provide a little bit of background information for people who aren't familiar with Maddox and uh, what he's up to. So Maddox was uh, internet famous for his blog, very funny website, got book deals from it. Started a podcast with Dick Masterson, Biggest Problem in the Universe, very successful podcast, ended badly. They had a, a, a tough uh, breakup. Since then, Maddox has done nothing right. He started other podcasts that have gone away. I don't know if he's still doing that Godzilla podcast with Haley Mancini. I'm not even um, sure. I don't think he is. I think it went on hiatus at like the end of... 2019 and it just never came back but if you want to listen to a good godzilla podcast check out castilla versus the pod monster that's right tony tony from hack the movies yes i i was a good i told him I'd, I'd plug his show if it came up naturally so oh, beautiful there you go tony now you got it so maddox now what he's doing is he's got this twitch channel and on the twitch channel he plays different characters so he's got this filter on so you just see like his eyes and his mouth. And then yeah. he's a banana or he's a cowboy or he's Goldilocks or he's a Dracula. It's bizarre. It's bizarre it's behavior. A, this guy's like 43 years old. and He plays a banana on the internet. So it's called being a VTuber. Okay. That's what he is. And he's, it's virtual tuber. So he's, He's using these filters to be these different characters. But what's amazing, I assume you didn't watch any of his streams prior to the banana docs, right? Correct. 
So before then, he was he's been streaming for years. I mean, he's been streaming since during the biggest problem. I think is when he started. And okay. Post biggest problem, his streams were the most lifeless, uninteresting thing. There'd be like twelve viewers. It would just be the camera of his face and whatever version of Dark Souls he was playing. And he would mumble, answer questions. People would ask him things and get immediately banned from the chat. And it was just, it was, it was pathetic. Yeah. So it's really weird. I haven't watched any Maddox content in like five years. So going back now and watching his, this stream, it's like a different person's there. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. happy. He's smiling. He's drunk. He's having a great time. <laughs> he's, he's wasted. I, th- I think it's what's going on. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I was watching some of these Oxmad stuff. So Cowboy Oxmad is his cowboy character. And because you can only see his mouth and his eyes and everything else is this CG filter. Every now and again, you see in the area where his mouth is a Coors Light can. Which yeah. is so fucking fitting <laughs> that he's drinking Coors Light. What is it with losers in LA who can't afford their apartments? That they drink Coors Light. Is it the cheapest beer in LA? It has to be. Well, I saw him in a stream drinking White Claw. Oh, well, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to play a clip. This is how the show starts off. This is Banana Docs. I have mostly Banana Docs stuff because Banana Docs, well, you'll see for yourself. This is how the show starts. Oh, Banana Docs. You guys remember, you guys remember me? You guys remember me? It's me, Banana Dog. I'm just talking banana. Remember me? Hi. My stream again. Hey. How's everyone? Hey, guys, listen, I got a special treat for you. Hey, guys, you guys can please just shut the fuck up. Oh, it's American, bro. Fill me up with banana. Oh, I'll fill you up, big boy. Why don't you come over here, sweetie? <laughs> Thanks for the other bet, sweetie. And because it's Twitch, there's tons of annoying sounds that are happening, and people are donating bits to him, and different things are popping up on the screen. It's all really just obnoxious. I really want to compliment you on choosing a a, a video platform to then review and critique on your audio-based podcast. You say this is a bad idea? <laughs> Fair enough. No, but... I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just I'm just criticizing you for what you criticize others for. Well, it's important to realize, though, that this guy is going on Twitch with zero content. He has nothing. He didn't show up with a joke or a story. He just shows up, talks in a silly voice, bounces back and forth, and has his little banana peel flopping around. And that's all he's got. He, he chats with people and, and responds to them. Do you have a, a clip that sums up the show for you? Yes, I do. It's it's uh, it's not from the show per se, but, but I do think this sums up his new streams. I stand before you a broken and miserable man. Uh, because it's pretty obvious that at some point something broke in Maddox's brain. Yes. And that's why he's doing this now. I think that... I think that what these these characters are is they are an escape mm. from himself. He's got this like weird lore that's come that comes through when he talks. People will come in and be like, "Oh, Maddox, I used to love your site." And if he's Oxmad, he'll go, "Oh no, uh, that's my nephew, Maddox. I'm Oxmad the cowboy." And if he's the banana, he'll say that he's the nephew of Maddox. And I think that this is the only way that he can get outside. Of, each one of these characters represents a different aspect of his brain. 
that has completely shattered in the fallout from the biggest problem. Yeah, that's a good point. I know a lot of people who burn enough bridges and have a hard enough time that they decide to like leave and go to another city and just move, just move away. And mm-hmm. because he's a personality on the internet, he cannot do that. So he's left with, I'll just become different people instead. He's pretty much like brain buddies. He's pretty much like all these different personalities coming out, but he's not, he's not great at it because he kind of goes in and out of characters and forgets what he's doing. The thing with banana docs, he calls everybody sweetie and sweetheart. That's like the, it gives them smooches and gives them smooches. That's like the thing that he does. Here's a clip of Oxmad using the word sweetie. I think he just kind of tripped up here and forgot, forgot what he was doing. Wearing all sorts of weird stuff. You got like cheese. Is that cheese that she's holding? Oh, it's hummus. Oh, I love, I like a good hummus. Why the heck not? It's a little Mediterranean treat. Oh, look at that. She's a real, uh, real sweetie. All right. Let's see what, let's see what she, oops. Oh no. Jacqueline sent you a new message. Oh, let's see what she said. I don't think cowboys use the word sweetie. <laughs> I, I think what I he think meant to do, say was rootin' tootin'. I think is what he meant to say. The, it's. Uh, I'm glad you played that clip with the food because it. So that's what his streams are. You say he doesn't have any content, but the Oxmad, the premise of the Oxmad stream is right. Every 35 minutes, he spins a wheel to rename his saloon and his horse. Oh, and then okay. In between that, he just kind of fucks around, and most of it is him looking at food. So there was. At one point on Monday night stream, uh, the first, he was like looking at different cuts of meat and he kept talking about how he wanted a flank steak stew. And then he goes, no, no, what I want is a London broil. And he's looking, oh, doesn't that, that look good? But um, I don't know how into steak you are, but I'm very into steak. And a London broil is you take a cheap ass piece of meat, a flank steak or a round steak, mm-hmm. you soak it in a marinade for two days and then you put it in a broiler and you cook all that flavor into the meat because the meat sucks ass. And that's how you finally make it tender. And he's looking at this shitty meat and pretending that's good and says this. Look, I gotta be honest. I'm blushing right here. My mouth is getting horny for some meat. Sure as heck is. Because it's just sexual, weird sexual innuendos and looking at food. Yes. That's his life now. Banana Docs does that too. And there's a lot of food talk, at least on the, the stream that I watched. And he tries to come up with uh, jokes. Here's his banana bread joke. Oh, rocket shakes, thanks for the 100 bits, sweetie. Rocket shakes is brown bananas make better banana bread, but I find them using them makes the bread taste too nutty. Oh, <laughs> if you don't want nutty bread, then you shouldn't use my seed. <laughs> There've been no laughs. What do you mean? I'm... None. Good one, Maddox. Very the funnier funny. joke was the comment because yes. he obviously meant poop. Right. This guy's devoid of humor, and what's annoying about it is that he did used to be funny, and I stand by that. You forget because it's been so long since he was funny that he did he did used to be able to write funny things. Here's more of his humor. Hyper, Hyperion Vancouver says, "I bet you love nuts." I just said I do dumb shit. Of course I love nuts. I want them in my mouth all the time. If you have a nut, why don't you put it in my mouth? Ah. Fucking thing sucks! That's one of the weird things as the Banana Docs character. He'll put these images up of uh, the food, or I saw one where he had a hookah, 
And then he has this girlfriend, Sally, who's yeah. like an old, a picture. She's stock footage of an old lady mm-hmm. with bananas, and she's just holding them. And he will interact with these images on the screen like you would paper dolls or something. Or if you if you were, as a kid, held up your action figures in front of the cartoons you're watching so you could, like, pretend Batman was fighting Iron Man. That is what his he's doing in his stream, and it's... It, the thing that's funny, I laughed at these more than anything that I saw in in Maddox in years, but I wasn't laughing at his jokes. I was just laughing at the random things that happened to him. Like this clip, uh, I don't know what it is with washed up comedians in L.A. and having bug issues, but uh, <laughs> this was Banana Docs one night. Fuck, hang on, hang on. I got a bug on my, got a fucking bug on my ceiling, on my wall. Hang on a second. In real life, I got a bug in my... Fuck! Oh, no! Oh, fuck! It's... Oh! Fuck! Oh, fuck! And he does all of that in character. He finally kills the bug. <laughs> Is it possible that he's roommates with Stuttering John? I mean... They might, they might like, share a wall. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so you listen to these clips that we're playing, and you wonder... How many people are watching this? I have the answer. Wow, I got 69 people in the chat room. 69 is the horny number, sweetheart. (laughs) Thank fucking God there's less than 100 people watching this. I thought podcasts were for lonely people, but Twitch is for lonely fucking people. You're sitting around watching this guy make an ass of himself for, by the way, over two and a half hours. And I'm not going to pretend yeah. I watched it all. I could not. That was not happening. I have better things to do, like check out what Cedric John is up to. But it's still unbelievable to me that people are watching. Even if it's 69 people, that's still too many. Well, the the other thing is it's two and a half hours, and it seems to happen at just random times during the week. So on Monday as Oxmad, he starts at 10 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. But then he does Banana Docs at like 8 p.m. Pacific time. And I'm trying to figure out what the what your mental schedule is to say this is the time i'm going to stream does he have to be a certain level of drunk to play each of these characters like maybe banana docs is less wasted than ox mad that would be my guess uh maybe so but uh he's definitely drunk as he says here tommy the trash boy says i'm so drunk and this is the best stream you and i both tommy But that would mean that on Wednesdays, he starts drinking earlier in the day than he does on Mondays. I'm not going to pretend I know what the fuck's going on with this guy because it's a mystery. But here's another clip of him talking about how he drank too much. This is Banana Docs uh, signing off. Oh, uh, why do I feel so weird? uh. (laughs) Okay, guys, that's it. I'm going to go now. I'm going to go pee pee again. I drank a little bit too much. And it's one thing to be a disgusting alcoholic, but to do it on the internet just seems like a bad move to me. Yeah. I would save my blackout periods for when I'm like by myself in my room. You know, like a, like a functional alcoholic. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. As long as you get to work in the morning, you're not, you're not an alcoholic. Is that the rule? That's the rule. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dr. Tab. What if you lost your job and there's nowhere to go to? Is that all right? Well, yeah, that that's still all right then. Ah, okay, uh, 
speaking of of jobs during the Oxmad stream someone asked him for job advice and this is a longer clip but i think it's really funny for a couple of reasons which i'll explain afterwards what you check and say is, hey, Oxman, what advice do you have for yearly reviews? I have one coming up in a couple of days for a job I've been doing for a year now that I'm not exactly sure about. Well, what was you check? I got advice for you, partner. Would you like a raise? Because if you'd like a raise, what you got to do is provide value for your company. Have you done that? Because if you have, you should bring that up to your employer and say, hey, these are all the good things I've done for your company and how I've improved your value, your bottom line. And if you've approximately improved their bottom line three to one, you probably deserve a pretty significant raise there, partner. So the rules for a man who's had two jobs in his entire life. Right. What does he know about is, performance review? <laughs> is if you if you provide three to one value, you deserve a raise. Uh, I also, one of the solutions of biggest problem in the universe their bonus episodes were solutions and dick brought in ask for a raise as yeah. a solution yeah and maddox said that was ridiculous you can't just ask for a raise but yeah you absolutely can <laughs> and now he gives that as advice to this guy and also what kind of fucking lunatic asks ask a man playing a cowboy on the internet <laughs> advice for a job review this, everyone watching has to be a dickhead who's trolling him right <laughs> These can't be I know, actual I don't fans. think so. You I think, think people so? there are people earnestly watching this still. <laughs> Come on. How the fuck is that possible? He has a moderator who was posting all during the stream. He's posting like go uh donate here to this stream labs. At mm -hmm. one point he posts Maddie Maddie Locks's um Amazon wish list, which I, I clipped, and it's it's like there's two different laptops, there's some flash drives. It's a there's a Ronin Samurai Warrior Boshido Mori shirt, youth size, kids twelve. What the fuck? <laughs> I saw that too. I couldn't make out the link, but I saw that that was posted in the chat, the Amazon wish list, and I I thought for sure that was a joke. No, it's not. I you think, think people someone's want gonna YouTube. buy him a laptop. What is Heather W oh. watching it? There's also a Nintendo Switch and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Christ. There's a MIDI keyboard for some reason. Wow. Yeah. Um, so he does get people to pay him money. I guess that's the thing with this Twitch. It, you know, when, when you're done giving money to cam whores, you go and give money to banana people. And he gets very excited about this. Well, well I can't put it there. Put it there. Put it thousand bits. Oh my gosh, everyone fill in the chat room with yellow. Make it make it rain yellow all over. <laughs> so a thousand bits, I looked this up because I did not know this, is $10. Is it $10? It's, wow. it's, he got that excited about $10. It's going to take a lot of a thousand bits to get that Nintendo Switch, my friend. Well, if you're giving him bits, don't don't act like they're not getting something back. Because if you give him bits, I'll, I'll tell you what you can get. Listen oh. to this. Lose my fucking mind. Who's gonna be this now? I'm better on Thank you. Get a big smoochy smoochy, Mr. Banana Daddy. Oh, Peter Brian, of course you're gonna be good. Big, 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 get a big old smooch. Why don't you open your mouth? Boom, right there, right in your mouth. Right in the kiss. He's, he's giving people air kisses over the internet. I hate That's this. The... I, this, re this repulses me. This is terrible. <laughs> This is not a teenager. This is not a teenage boy. You would think, okay, well, he's 17. What are you, you going to do? This is a 43-year-old man who had a bestseller. He wrote a bestseller. That's the funniest book. part. <laughs> what the fuck? 
So he also likes to reveal things about Maddox. This is his opportunity because he's not Maddox that he can reveal things. And actually, Dick played this on his bonus show. But, oh, you know what? I got to give thanks to both Tums and Oxmad Livestream for helping me out, sending me tons of clips. So that because yeah. this is all behind a paywall and it's not easy to get to. But so this is one that, that Dick played. But I want to I definitely want to bring this up. Well, I have it on good authority that Maddox likes to pee on people in the shower. Not out, not out of sexual, not as a sexual fantasy. He just likes to do it because it's hilarious. Ooh, ah. So this is where he starts saying things about Maddox. He likes to pee on people in the shower because it's hilarious. I don't understand this at all. I don't understand how peeing on someone is funny. Here's my question, Carl. When do you think the last time someone was in the shower with Maddox? That's a great point. Is it maybe a banana that's in there with Maddox? <laughs> he just or he's doing the voice. Is he going to the gym and just like pissing on people? Well, in another episode, actually, this was from the stream just this past Wednesday. He sings a golden shower song. So he's really into this. He really does lack wit, doesn't he? What happened to this guy? He can't come up with anything off the cuff that's remotely interesting or clever. Well, I don't think he ever could. Yeah. Because we, he's talked about his write the way he writes things, which is to agonize over every single word. And that's why it took him forever to update his articles. And I do think that is what made his articles stand out from other shit posters of the early internet was sure. that his were had a little bit more craft put into them. And that's fine for a written thing, be it a book or a YouTube video where you're gonna do a bunch of takes and edit it or even a podcast where you can go back and edit it and make yourself look smarter, but there's nowhere to hide on Twitch or, yeah. or in a live stream when you just sit down, turn on a camera, and then act like a banana. You have to have something there. Otherwise, it's, it becomes very obvious very quickly that you don't have anything interesting in your head that you can come up with. Yeah, I, I think that that's been revealed. I, I think that we can come to that conclusion at this point that this guy doesn't need to be on the internet for eight hours a week making shit up because none yeah. of it's interesting. If you will allow me to tab, I yes. did bring the Maddie locks vampire erotica. Now his character, Maddie locks, this is going back a few months was on the show and decided to write some vampire erotica live on the show. So you get to watch his thought process and it is surprising how long it takes him to just come up with like the character's name. He's Googling things to come up with it. He's asking the chat what it should be. It takes forever. This is the finished product. And I'm going to play this and we can pause it and talk about it a little bit. I'm not going to play the entire thing, but this is surprising. Remember, this is coming from a comedy writer, or at least he fancies himself a comedy writer. This is supposed to be comedy. Um, okay, let's read the story. It says, deep in the heart of Vermont lies a secret castle with a secret vampire with a not-so-secret boner in his pants. All right, so just right there. 
It's a secret house with a secret vampire with a not so secret boner. How is the boner not a secret, but the vampire is? Who's knowing about this boner, but they don't know who it's attached to? How does that make any sense? Am well, I looking so into this too much? Vampires, right, that you can't see their reflection in a mirror, but you can see their boners. Oh, I didn't see I didn't know that. Yeah. That's part, it's of, the part of the vampire lore. Okay. If you if you read more um Stephanie Twilight Lady, you you'd know this. Okay. All right, moving on. Yes. This boner belongs to Caspian, a vampire who is in the middle of having a wet dream. He wakes up in a cold sweat. All right, first off, you can't be in the middle of having a wet dream and then wake up that it wasn't a wet dream. See, the way for wet dreams to happen is they have to be wet at some point. So I'm just saying there's some flaws in his logic here. Whoa! Caspian shouts. He looks down. His boner is raging. And by the way, we, we can play these sound effects too for Caspian, like this one. Oh yeah, he's got a wait. I'm not gonna goof on someone for having a soundboard, obviously. But is this I will. Okay. I, I have that same sound. <laughs> <laughs> but is this really what we're talking about right now? This guy thinks that just saying that he has a raging boner is gonna be funny? Producer Chris is crying. He's like it's pretty good. I don't know, man. Those are some good boner sounds, man. <laughs> Alright, let's see what's gonna happen. Like this one. Oh yeah, he's got a wait. Oh, yeah, he's got a big old boner. What do I do with this? I haven't had a boner this big in centuries. He hears his stomach rumbling. I should eat boy. Jesus Christ, what is going on right now? The guy wakes up, he's got a giant boner. He's like, I should eat something. Blah. Why? What does that? What does one thing have to do with the other thing? Wait, it gets stupider. Hold on. Surprisingly enough. He picks up his phone and Googles delivery hamsters for him to feast on. He dials a local pet shop. Hello, Pet Smart. My name is Cindy. I'm a robot. How may I help you? Hello. I would like some hamsters, please. Right away, sir. All right. Is anyone following this? So the vampire is hungry. So he calls PetSmart to have hamsters delivered to him. Is this more lore that I don't know about? That vampires eat hamsters? Or that PetSmart delivers them? What the fuck is going on? In in what I don't understand is half of that he's mumbling. Yeah, I know. He's clearly slurring his words. Yeah, I like, know. Lay, lay down on the white claws there, buddy. <laughs> I just want to have one more course light. I would like some hamsters, please. Right away, sir. Caspian gives her his address, and 20 minutes later, he hears a large banging at his door. It's Cindy. So he puts in so many details. Now, when it comes to writing comedy, you just want to get to the jokes. And he's like, and then he gave the address. She didn't hear it right the first time, so he had a corrector, but then she did write it down correctly. All right, 20 minutes passes by, and now the person shows up at this address. All right, get to the fucking point. He gave her the address Hello? for the secret castle. <laughs> yeah, the, the secret castle. With the, wait, is that the place with the not-so-secret boner? Yeah, I know where that is. It's not a I secret. know where that is. Dress, and 20 minutes right. later, he hears a large banging at his door. It's Cindy. Hello, I'm Cindy, the robot from PetSmart. I have your delivery here. Why don't you come in? Cindy looks apprehensive. I don't know if I should. I'm not supposed to hang out after my deliveries. I insist to be my guest. Listen to this back and forth. It's not funny. What's the point of this? It is still funnier than a Tom Myers joke. It's way funnier than a Tom Myers joke, but is that the standard that we're holding him to? I mean, that's his, that he, that's his weight level. That's his weight class. 
Listen to this again. Listen to this back and forth. So unnecessary. The robot from PetSmart. I have your delivery here. Why don't you come in? Cindy looks apprehensive. I don't know if I should. I'm not supposed to hang out after my deliveries. I insist to be my guest. Oh, okay. Cindy walks inside. She has a straight... It didn't take that much convincing, so why even put that part in the story? She was talked into it very quickly, this robot delivery woman from PetSmart. I'm not sure what the point of that was. My guest. Oh, okay. Cindy walks inside. She has a straight dump truck of an ass. What are you doing with all that junk in the trunk, Sean? All right, we're now 80 seconds in. That's the first semi-funny thing that I've heard. With the dump truck of an ass? Yes. 80 seconds uh. into this thing. Finally, he says one thing, and I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. What are you doing with all that junk in the trunk, shawty? <laughs> what, this? Cindy says as she smacks her own ass. It jiggles, like, way hella too long. The robot The robot ass. has a jiggly ass? The robot ass jiggles I, I i can't even I, i'm not entering this world he's not really bringing me into this world i can't picture it i don't understand what the fuck is going on none of it makes any sense to me they both hear a spring noise like a boner going off it's caspian's boner he looks down at his pants oh jesus Christ! <laughs> they both hear a spring noise like a boner would make and it was a boner <laughs> what the fuck? but he didn't he didn't play the sound effect. He did. <laughs> oh, he, I know. Why wouldn't he just be like, they both hear bang? Yes. There is spring noise like a boner going off. It's Caspian's boner. He looks down at his pants. <laughs> there it is. Oh, no, wouldn't my a boner, boner going off be the sound Cindy of ejaculation? Looks, looks I, yeah. I, none of this makes any sense because he had the boner. That's why he made the phone call. So did the boner leave and come back again? <laughs> Boner like a fresh piece <laughs> got, of watermelon. It got bigger. Yeah, oh, right. The the boner that's the biggest he's had in centuries got bigger. What's with that, too? Like, do you have different size boners? Today, the bo my boner is the biggest that I've had in a long time. <laughs> oh, no, my boner. Cindy looks, looks at his boner like a fresh piece of watermelon, and Cindy loves watermelon. <laughs> what, fresh piece of watermelon? What the what? fuck? That doesn't... That's the most sensual food you can think of? Well, plus he had it. The fact that he had to say, and she loves watermelon, tells you it's a terrible fucking reference. She looks at it like it's watermelon. Why? Uh, I wish why would she look at it there? like it was a salami? Or, yes. I don't know, a fresh, fresh piece sausage. of meat. Yes, right. Uh, and he Jesus loves Christ. watermelon. A big, juicy plantain. You got any more, Tab? <laughs> No, those are all my, my wiener foods. <laughs> these notes are free, Maddox. We're giving you these for free, buddy. You're welcome. Wow, that's a big old juicy boner you got there, Caspian. Mind if I gnaw on it with my hot-ass chompers? I can remove my teeth. Both? Caspian blushes as Cindy removes her teeth from her mouth, which is no big deal because she's a robot. This was the robot who was apprehensive about coming in? We robots can do anything, and we'll do anything if we like someone. Do you like me? Caspian says. Yeah, I guess kinda. Enough to gnaw on your ding dong. Oh. They both hear another boner sound. Caspian has popped a second boner. Wait, so he has multiple penises? Oh my god, this is literally Robert Hamburg with the fucking ninjas popping boners. This guy has regressed 
back to being a teenager in the his style of writing. This is atrocious. Wow, two voters in one night since Cindy? Maybe I should get to work. Yes, why don't you? Cindy rips his pants off. His boner has a widow's peak. It's sexy as fuck. Wow, your boner is sexy as fuck. Yeah, thank you, Edaka, for suggesting that we get out of that with our uh, Scott and Todd jingle there. Holy fuck. All right, I'm, I, I'm tapping out. I don't know. I don't know where it goes from there, but I'm guessing it's not that interesting. Yeah, I I, uh, I could not be less sexually aroused. Right. Well, the next time I, I get an awkward boner, instead of thinking about baseball, I'm just going to think about um, Dracula's robot sex. That uh, dump truck of an ass on yeah, that robot that jiggles for like hella long. Uh, so uh, one of the things that uh, Maddox likes to do is like every fucking Twitch streamer and YouTuber is thank everybody who's watching and uh, a name jumped out at me. Thanks for following everyone. You guys are real sweethearts. Thanks big boner guy. <laughs> is there a big <laughs> boner guy watching him? Are you a boner guy? Uh, is it possible that it's good. Opie watching Maddox, I think it's, I think it's more likely that it's one of your fans. No, oh, yeah, uh, probably. You get like Vic's Japanese boyfriend watching <laughs> Stuttering John. Yeah, that's that's probably more likely. Uh, all uh, right, Tab, I've been hogging this way too long. What else do you want to talk about? So on Wednesday night, he got raided. Mm. So one of the things, one of the features of Twitch, right, is that you can host other uh, Twitch streamers, and you can, uh, you can basically choose who you can auto host uh, someone that, that you like like a friend of yours um like dick if you say you are a, a twitch streamer dick might host your streams if he's away so if someone clicks on dick's shows twitch feed he would you could just watch the who are these podcasts feed okay well the other way to do it is when your stream ends you can go send them to the next thing like old uh cable news when they'd have that like crossover for a minute yeah so this guy wubby he has a huge following on twitch he has ten, tens of thousands of people watching him every night. And at the end of his stream, he just goes through and finds someone who has very low views or looks <laughs> like they're doing something interesting and sends his fans in. Yeah. Uh, so he raided Maddox's Twitch stream at the end of his stream. And this is the clip. These are these are long, but uh, there's a it's very funny. So Maddox goes uh, this nuts is his, about this. This is very exciting for him. This is his this is Wubby's stream ending. They go up. What about that one? This guy? Yeah. Is he just a banana? I think he's a banana. Have we rated this guy before? I don't think we've ever rated. He's banana. just a banana. You suck. Should we rate this guy? He's a banana. Purpleys, the fruit looks good. It does look good. Purpleys, I love it. All right, chat. This guy will take care of you until Friday. Okay. All right. Thank you for all the subs tonight. I appreciate you guys. This is Water retarded. I don't. I'm gonna oh check God, it out. Why? You did this to yourself, chat. So I think it's. I want to point out. At no point does he ever know that this is Maddox. Right. No, obviously not. He just goes. <laughs> it's literally. He finds a retard and goes, "Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. There's a retard pretending to be a banana. This is ridiculous. Let's goof on him." So, 
So as we previously uh, discussed, Maddox's streams normally get about 60 people viewing. Yeah. I, I watched a couple of them, and most of them, 60 seems to be his median number. Sometimes okay. it's like it'll get to 70. Sometimes it's in a lot lower. But 60 is a good number. Well, uh, here is Maddox's reaction to suddenly seeing that there is a huge number of people in his chat. What's going on? Oh my gosh, we gotta pay. We, we gotta pay money, Wobby, right? Ah! Oh, pay money, Wobby! <laughs> ah, hi, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, pay money. You're a real sweetheart. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna have had, had so many people in my fruit cub. <laughs> I was looking for banana games, and then all of a sudden we got bombed with all this, this giant raid with 8,000 people. Holy shit. 8,000 people <laughs> suddenly saw Maddox as a banana. 8,000. He gets very excited about those. Yeah, that's the most, that's more viewers than he has in two months. So I have a question for you, Tab, because I was watching this too, and he's so stoked about it. Does he make money because people are that many people are watching him, or do they have to then give him bits on top of that? They have to then either give him bits or subscribe. So okay. subscribers, you get a certain amount a month from a subscriber, and then bits are just one-time donations. So he was getting subscribers from this. I was when I was watching it, it seemed like people were like, "Holy shit! Yeah. Look at this retard! Why wouldn't you want to watch this? <laughs> yeah. It's a forty-three-year-old man dressed up as a banana, <laughs> wiggling around and talking in a goofy voice, licking photos and giving kisses." Oh my God! What? How did we get here? I mean, every now and again, I stop and I go, I can't believe I'm talking about Maddox pretending to be a banana on the internet. This man was a New York Times bestseller. That's what I'm talking about. And he is now a banana on the internet. It's it's frankly shocking. But the funniest thing is, so pay money, Wubby. One of their gimmicks, right? Because they do this every stream. When they finish their stream, they go join another thing and mess with those people. Okay. Uh, so the other th part about this is that Maddox, Maddox doesn't care if these people aren't here in earnest. They don't care that it's a stream where they're laughing at him. He just loves the eyes. Sure. So he's happy. He's happy to have it. So they start one of the, the their gimmick when they join a chat is show microwave and they just bully the streamer until they either quit or go get or show a picture of their microwave. So Maddox immediately caves and I cut this down. This took about five minutes. Yes, it took I cut it down to about 35 seconds from them starting to ask for microwave, him deciding to do it. And then him finally being able to put a picture into his stream. Okay. One second. I'm going to go get my microwave. Everyone just shut the fuck up. I'll be right back. One second. Guess what, sweethearts? I just took a picture of my microwave. Shut the fuck up. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can show you my microwave. Let me see if I can show you my microwave. There's my microwave. Yeah! I did it. I did it. You guys didn't think I would do it. There's my fucking microwave. Look how greasy it is, my microwave. So he takes a picture of his of his microwave on his phone, and right. the first thing he tries to do is hold the phone up in front of his mouth. Right. So that you can see the microwave through his stupid filter. Because he was trying to upload it to his computer and it was taking forever, which I'm going, what the fuck kind of internet does he have? He can't yeah. transfer What year is image? it, man? 
Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Also, I just want to point this out to YouTube. I didn't know that this microwave was a gimmick. This is a thing that they did. But couldn't you just Google any picture of a microwave and pretend it's yours? Wouldn't that have like that was the stopped thing. this in a second? Watching this, we started we searched for microwaves to see if this was just a stock photo, but it wasn't because the time on them this is about 8:59 p.m. in uh, California time. Yeah, and the time on the microwave that he shows is 8:59, so that has to be a picture of his microwave. Well, yeah, and I didn't. He, he literally walked away from the, his stream. He left. Yeah, and oh, it's like you have eight thousand people, and you left. That was you? the funniest part is that whenever he leaves the camera field, yeah. the banana just freezes. <laughs> it just hangs out of the corner. It's so fucking weird. Oh my so, god. I haven't even mentioned that when you watch this guy as a banana, he's bouncing back and forth. The energy it must take to do these streams, because it's two and a half hours of him bouncing back and forth in his chair. So that it looks like this banana has a lot of energy and he must be ridiculous to see him do this if you were actually in his apartment watching him do this has to be the funniest thing he's ever done hands down yeah he should dual stream into OnlyFans. yes him, a, a second camera that doesn't have the filter i would pay, pay for that i would pay for that for sure the the best part though was and i didn't clip this but after he posts a picture of the microwave then they start to bully him <laughs> Show wattage, show wattage. So <laughs> yes. he leaves again and goes and like takes a picture of the the sticker on the inside of the door that tells you like the model number and the wattage and all this stuff. <laughs> and in the time idiot. it takes him to do all of this, he goes from about eight thousand viewers to about thirty five hundred. <laughs> they got their microwave and they were done. <laughs> wow, you know they they say that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Here's this guy. Here's the opportunity. 8,000 people come again, and he's got nothing. He is ill-prepared to be entertaining whatsoever. He just gets bullied into taking a picture of his microwave. <laughs> what Conversely, uh, I was watching that live because my luck was being prepared to watch his stream yes, that night. Yes, right. You were prepared, uh, and the opportunity came, and here we are. So I saw another clip. This, I think, was also on uh, Dick's bonus show. But Banana Docs will sometimes switch into different characters. Sometimes he's a mushroom. And in this one, he comes up as Meow Docs, which is a cat. And to Maddox, because he's watching himself on the screen, he is cracking himself up. Now, keep in mind, these are filters like Snapchat. Snapchat was a very popular app for tweens because they could look like a bunny rabbit and share it with their friends. This is yeah. the craziest thing Maddox has ever seen. It, it, he laughs harder than anyone else possibly could. Bunch of nice folks want to say hi to you. Come here. Come here, Meow Docs. Come here. Come wake up. Come wake up, big boy. Come here, Meow Docs. Come here. Meow. <laughs> it's me, Meow Docs. <laughs> Who wants to rub me? Oh, <laughs> I'm ready for some rubs. <sighs> Somebody please, somebody please come put your fingers on me and rub me. Cracking himself up is the only thing he's good at anymore. Yeah, speaking of cracking himself up, so during the raid, he switches to Oxmad briefly. So I guess people get a taste of what he does. Oh, yeah, sh show off all your talents. Why not? Yeah, go for it. 
So then he switches back, but when he switches back, he forgets to switch the filters. Uh-oh. So he comes on for about a half a second, and he's in the filter of uh, Oxmad the cowboy, but he's using the the Banana Doc's voice. So somebody clips that and sends it to him during his stream, which I guess is something <laughs> you can do. That's awesome. And then this happens. What are you guys <laughs> That's the laugh of a serial killer. He's laughing that hard at himself. I, I think, like I said, this is this is his chance to say the things that he couldn't say as a human because he's broken. Things like, if you guys could please just shut the fuck up and not make fun of me, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I have another example where he's talking about Maddox. So this is one of his characters. I believe this is Oxmad talking about Maddox and how Maddox has not had a lot of luck on Tinder. Well, if Cowboy, if I get any old uh, matches here on this here Tinder, I can pull that back up, but I don't, I don't expect any. I just don't, I just don't expect any because uh, old Cowboy Oxman hasn't been too active on his profile because why would I? Why would I? It's just, uh, it's, it's weird. So the whole thing's a little weird. I don't know how many nice ladies would want to go out with a nice old cowboy, but apparently not as many in Los Angeles as I thought. Poor guy. If he wasn't such a fucking prick, if he didn't try to sue everybody for $20 million each, you might feel bad for the guy. Yeah. But let's remember, he's a fucking prick who tried to sue everybody. Oh, you're next, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right? Tim, were you part of that lawsuit? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Did you have to pay uh, legal fees to fight that? No, because he was never able to serve me because he couldn't. I, I don't know if he couldn't find me or he just didn't try. But I was living, uh, I was living, I was paying cash to live above a store, completely coincidentally. <laughs> so I was pretty much off grid for about a year during all of that. See, we only get the super successful people here on uh, Who Are These Podcasts. That's why... That's why Tab's part of the crew right there. Paying <laughs> <laughs> cash to live above a store. Uh, oh, boy. All right. Anything else you want to play from uh, from our friend Real Maddox? Yes. So one of the things, and this is this actually kind of fits in brand, that he did on Monday Night Stream, and I don't know how often he does this, but he played uh, Oregon Trail, yes. which is a classic text-based game. Yeah. We all played it when we were younger and computers sure. were new it was it was usually the game that was available inside the school right so he he does it through some website and he's setting up the game and one of the things he does which is you know i guess kind of fun it makes sense as a streamer he lets people you can you can name everyone in your party different names and so he lets people say hey i want to be in your party and he'll put the names of the people in his chat as the people in his party uh, but first, you have to decide what your occupation is. And this is him trying to decide the occupation. All right. We could be a banker from Boston, which means I think we start out with more money. A carpenter from Ohio, which means I think it means that we have a better chance of making repairs. Or a farmer from Illinois, which probably means you do better with food consumption. So what I want to point out is 
he says a farmer from Illinois, which means you probably do better at food consumption. <laughs> consumption, of course, right, is, is the act of eating. Right. Like it's, somehow a farmer is better at eating food than other people. I haven't heard that. And I don't read the wiki page on farmers all that often, but I have not heard that. I don't think that's a thing. I think what he meant was cultivation. <laughs> Correct. Which matters <laughs> when you settle in a new place, but not so much when you're driving there. The difference between the banker, the carpenter, and the farmer is that the banker starts with like $2,000, the carpenter starts with $1,000, and the farmer starts with $500, something like that. I don't remember the exact numbers. He ends up looking it up and finding out that's the that's the difference. But food consumption, you fucking moron. <laughs> You know, you're going to make mistakes when you talk live on the internet for eight to nine hours a week, but that's really retarded. That's pretty stupid. Yeah. But uh, he gets really into the game. Consumption is not a big word. That's, that's what he should know, right? <laughs> this is not like a vocab word, word that you learn in college. No. No. Uh, so he gets really, really into the game, and at some point, this happens. Let's keep going. Let's Let's keep going. A thief? Comes during the night and steals two oxen. That's a lot of oxen. That's a two miles are stolen. What the heck? That's awful. How do you steal two? The dude's beside himself. His mouth is completely agape. Like, you think someone would have come into his house and stolen these oxen. He's so can I, over the top. Can I point something out that maybe could go unsaid? But Oregon Trail is not a fun game to play. It's the game you played because, like you said, it was the only one available at school, so you played it. Yeah. This guy is playing this boring-ass game that you don't even want to play on Twitch so you can watch him play that boring-ass game. When it comes to video games I can watch people play on Twitch, this has to be the lowest rung possible. I'd rather watch Pac-Man. I'd rather watch Paint Dry. I'd rather watch my mom get raped at gunpoint than watch someone play Oregon Trail. <laughs> Well, what I will say is that he did, that is, that the only thing is that stayed on brand, right? Cowboy man plays Oregon Trail. But if you listened at the beginning of that Wubby clip, he was just about to start playing Oregon Trail again as Banana Dots. Yes, I know. I know. He's like, oh, what should I do now? He's got nothing. He, he browses the internet. He's looking at images of food. There's nothing going on. Maddox and he talks about he's got all these projects in the works and he's got all these deadlines and shit like do something more productive with your time I know that you got a hundred bits from Joey blows his nose but I mean seriously dude it's embarrassing it is uh the the other most embarrassing thing about this stream so this is very close to the sign off of Oxman on Monday and we talked to you had a couple weeks ago you had on one of Stuttering John's former moderators and you found out that being a, a moderator for Stuttering John meant you got to pay to see his shows <laughs> and pay for his merchandise. Yeah, right. Well, being if you are if you are currently this is a uh, public service announcement to all of Stuttering John's moderators, if you're not feeling valued as a moderator by Stuttering John, let me tell you there are huge perks for being a moderator for Maddox. Oh, good. Now, Slit518 has been a very good and loyal moderator on this chat stream. He's also a contributor on Madcast Media's website. So why don't you guys go ahead and check out madcastmedia.com and get that old Slit518's reading, uh, uh, writing a good reading. Why don't you do that? 
So madcastmedia.com was after biggest problem, Maddox planned to launch a podcast network with his show, uh, Biggest Debate in the Universe, as the That's the flagship show, the best debate in flagship. the universe, right? Like why well, I mean, obviously any shows underneath that umbrella are gonna blow up because it's like, well, this show's so amazing. What else is on this network? You have to check it out. Oh, did that fail? Oh, that's right, it failed. That's right. Well, now the the website's still up and there are still podcasts on this network. There's been a bunch of podcasts that started and then failed, but currently there are two podcasts still in no somewhat shit. active production. I did not know one that. is called Super Arrogant Brothers, and the other one is is the Zach Waldman show. Mm-hmm. And the Zach Waldman show seems to up upload pretty sporadically, which fits. But this is this is a podcast network. And podcasts are an audio thing that you download to your phone and play while you're in the car or at work right. to fill the your ears while you do something else. You're right. Also available on this podcast network is this uh, moderator's writing, where he seems to be writing some form of uh, fantasy book. I just hope it's not vampire erotica. I don't know if it's a book, but every one of these is feels like a chapter. And I've read I read a couple of them prior to this stream because I was curious, like, what the hell is going on and did some research in this guy just out of morbid curiosity to find out that, yeah, he's just a, a moderator for Maddox. And it's just a I'm not really into the fantasy genre with like orcs and elves and giant men and swords and stuff. But this is why is this on this website? So it has nothing to do. You're saying with, that a uh, a comedy podcast network shouldn't have a book on the website written by someone who's into Game of Thrones. Is that what you're trying to say right now? That is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, yes. I would agree with that. I think that makes sense. I think that's a, a relevant point. It's uh, it's wild. It's wild how, I don't know, I, I don't know which way, how this happened, right? Did Maddox, was Maddox so desperate for content for Madcast Media that he was like, yeah, upload your weird fantasy novel to our website? Or was that guy just like, hey, Maddox, I have this great fantasy novel. And Maddox said, oh, th you know what? This is so nice. We'll put it on the refrigerator, madcastmedia.com. <laughs> yes. And if you don't mind, would you please be my mod in, in return for me putting this up on the fridge for you? Yeah, I'm guessing that's how that went down. Yes. So, uh, yeah, just just saying there's there are perks to being a uh, Maddox uh, mod <laughs> yeah. more so than being sweet, a Stuttering John. Sweet mod. deal. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with our friend Maddox here? No, that's everything I have for uh, the, the new VTuber Maddox, the 43 year old man <sighs> wow. uh, acting like an idiot on the Internet. It is shocking. And I have to tell you that everything that I watched was humorless so uh i know this has been tough to get through everybody but thanks for sticking with us and i also want to thank press house coffee who's sponsoring this episode press house coffee was started by two guys who love premium coffee but not the uppity culture around it to help you enjoy coffee the best way the way you like it head roaster poly personally sources each bean and creates a unique roasting profile that puts its flavors on full display every bag is roasted to order ground any way you'd like and shipped to you within 72 hours for peak freshness. Whether you're looking for the best cup of familiar diner-style coffee you've ever had, or want to be amazed by the wild fruity notes coffee is capable of, you'll find something you love. And I want to announce that you need to try out Press House Coffee's all-new American Pie Blend. The true American unifying force is finally here. The delicious waft 
of perfect home-baked goodness starts your morning with warm notes of vanilla and baking spice balanced by crisp tart apples smells like warm spices tastes like fresh apples feels like freedom very patriotic this coffee like all press houses signature blends american pie blend is all natural coffee no added flavors or nonsense uh little psa if you guys have gone on to press house's website lately looking for the very delicious key lime pie or blueberry muffin blends you may have noticed that WATP listeners have been drinking and loving the coffee so much that they're out of stock. Using only all-natural coffee means sometimes they run out of the bean that gives the signature blend its signature taste. They're hard at work finding the perfect coffee to fill the role, and now you can go on their site and request to be notified when it's back in stock so you can claim a bag for yourself before it's gone again. And frankly, don't even do that. All their coffees are so delicious. Get one that is in stock. We were joking the other day about when we were younger, everything was six to eight weeks. Oh, yeah. You know, if you want to order something, it'll arrive six to eight, six to eight fucking weeks. Will I be alive then? Like, what the fuck's the point of that? <laughs> six to eight weeks. It's stupid. So don't wait for this shit to come back. Find a new favorite. They have tons of great coffee. Remember, you need to go to PressHouseCoffee.com slash WATP. Use the promo code WATP at checkout to get 20% off your first order. That's PressHouseCoffee.com slash W-A-T-P with W-A-T-P at checkout. All right. It's time for... Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. This cringe came from Danklin W. Frickson, and this is a show called Behind the Bastards. I think this is a popular show. I think people have referenced this before. They're watching YouTube videos on this show, and apparently... Each of the three people, there's a guy and two girls, are watching the video separately and they're watching it in different parts of the video. And they're all talking about it and describing it, but they're not in the same place on the video. It's all very confusing. I have the stoic masculinity of a samurai without a master. Did he really say that? Yeah, I, I fast-forwarded to an hour in. I'm like, okay, so what does he say once he thinks you're asleep? All right, I'm uh, going to hit 110 and see what he tells my me. My introspective nature allows me to harness deep reserves of power. My nature allows me to harness deep reserves of powers and capabilities. So that is your cringe of the week. People, please stop watching YouTube and talking over it on your podcast. It's not good. It's not yeah, fun you for idiots. people. <laughs> Don't watch dummies. YouTube on your podcast. <laughs> you dummies. Watch Twitch instead. Right! Play Twitch clips and explain what the fuck is going on in them. That was audio chaos. I didn't know I didn't know how many people were talking there. Yeah, and there were multiple examples. Uh this guy, Danklin, sent me multiple timestamps where this was happening throughout the entire episode. It's just I could have clipped it all. It was just all fucking random. Like, who can follow this shit? Have you heard of Behind the Bastards? Is that a big show? I've never heard of it, but oh. I'm also not really into podcasts. Like I listen to yours. No, I listen to yours. I listen to Dicks. I listen to Tony from Act the Movies. Yep. Uh, I have listened to very, very few podcasts because most of them are so low energy, uh, just mumble fest that I, it's like I'm listening to this to stay awake while I'm driving, not to be lulled to sleep by you being an idiot. Those are all good shows, though. I have to say, you have very good taste in podcasts, my friend. <laughs> Tab. I was checking out the Anthony Cumia show this week because Dave Landau has left the show. He's gone on louder with Crowder. So he's left the show and uh, people are talking about that. A caller calls in and makes an analogy that 
Ant does not agree with. Hey, Ant, yeah, I had to call in, man. I mean, isn't it kind of similar? Uh, well, I didn't read it really out loud. You're saying Crowder did what Jay Leno did to the Stern, well, uh, to Howard Stern with Stuttering John. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, Dave is a lot more talented than Stuttering John. That was definitely a, um, like, Jay did that just to fuck Stern over because John, like, he didn't look at John and go, oh, there's a guy I could use on my program. He's funny. He's uh, got a great voice. I'm going to have one. He, he looked at him and said, how can I fuck over Howard? And that's what happened. Like, Crowder's getting a good comic. Yes, this is true. It's nothing like when Stuttering John left Howard to go on Jay Leno. That was a disaster for Jay Leno, and he regrets it. Every single day of his life, I'm sure. Does he, though? I, I mean, I'm sure he does. Because he, he hosted, he wrote the most of the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar list. <laughs> no, but this Come poor on. Jay Leno guy is still getting texts and phone calls. How will you do my beer on the balcony? He's like, oh, fucking A. And Jay's like one of the nicest guys in the world, notoriously. He's very nice. So you know he, he hates having to let this guy down. <laughs> well, you know, I'd love to, but, hey, you know, I don't know. I can't do a Leno right now. That's close. I'm going like to be out of town for the next forever. Yeah, right. Please stop calling you. <laughs> I'm doing stand-up gigs all week. Everything's shut down. Ah, yeah, I know. All right, you got me. So Kevin Brennan is on uh, Anthony's show on Tuesday. And he kind of snuck in to the set because he used to work for Compound and he left on not-so-great terms. But he snuck in and ended up sitting in the entire episode with Anthony on Tuesday. And that was an interesting show. And so they're talking about how Kevin Brennan rubs people the wrong way. And do you know who Kevin Brennan is? No, I uh, got to be honest with you. Most of the people you talk about on the show, I have no idea who they are. He's a stand-up, and he, he just is kind of a prick to everyone. He's got a problem with everybody. He has a show with Chad Zumach, if that tells you anything. So this is the comparison of Kevin Brennan with Stuttering John. He's so angry and can be so mean. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, we try to hold back. But he's he's very talented and funny. Somebody that's the same way but has no talent yeah. is a man called Stuttering John Melendez. Right. Now, <laughs> Stuttering John will have the same type of thing. He'll just go off and be brutally mean to somebody. But he's incapable of being endearing yeah. or having a sense of humor where you go, well, that was a shitty thing to say. But when you see him on stage, you're going to laugh your balls off, yeah. even if you're personally annoyed with the guy. You'll never, ever say that with a Stuttering John Melendez. I just love how... Anthony's just taking shots at John lately, and it just fucking cracks me up. So I had to pull some clips of that, and I have some really funny John stuff coming up. But first, before we do that, Kevin Brennan, when he was on the show on Tuesday, is talking about Opie for some reason and says something that annoyed me. <laughs> Opie goes, I mean, I like Opie, so I'm not going to whatever. But anyway, that would so makes sense. <laughs> Kevin Brennan, the guy with Chad Zubak on his show, likes Opie. What the f Who likes Opie? What, why? What is it about Opie that you like? Explain this to me. Maybe Opie always bought lunch. Right. That's a possibility. There's a lot of people that I can't stand, but they pay for lunch when we go out. So it's like, ah, uh, yeah, okay. I'll that, deal with this guy. That's all it takes to win Tab over. I, I believe I was the one who bought the beer when uh, we met up in Tampa. So is that why we're it, friends? It, it is. But <laughs> it was funny because you mentioned that uh, 
it was how long before you were willing to to ask for beer but i was thinking the exact same thing i was like i wonder like if when you know it's, is it too early to say hey let's go start getting some booze trying to feel it out and then you went hey you want to go to liquor store i was like yeah let's go right now i got my keys i'm starting the car well because we showed up to this airbnb I, people hate these fucking stories by the way i'll, I'll get shit for this but we showed up to the airbnb and you know it's it's three strangers we, we know of each other we don't know who the fuck anyone is and we're just sitting there with an in an empty fucking house <laughs> what now what are we gonna do i don't know, talk about movies we like no let's start getting drunk the fuck yeah uh all right so this is the last thing this is from wednesday's show with anthony and uh this big thing happened with paris hilton this week people are familiar with this so paris hilton has a new podcast and on it she complained about david letterman and the interview where David Letterman kind of ambushed her and asked her the wrong questions, didn't promote her show or her fucking product lines or whatever the fuck he was supposed to do. Because he's trying to be entertaining. David Letterman's a, a good egg. And then because of this, her fans, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, Paris Hilton fans, found the old interview when Paris was on Opie and Anthony 10 years ago. And it did not go well. I remember this interview very well. I remember listening to it when it happened. And Paris came in with a whole fucking attitude. She didn't want to answer any questions. She was just being cunty. And, and for some reason, I think Jim wanted to get an autograph or something. So Jim was actually trying to be nice to her. And they were trying to be nice. But now that the fans have found this, they're like, how do we cancel this Opie and Anthony program? We, got, we have to go out and cancel <laughs> these people. So Anthony talks about how you would go about doing that. They're trying to cancel a show that was canceled seven years ago uh, from an, a... a episode that was aired 10 years ago uh so yeah maybe this does mean cancel culture is coming to an end they are really reaching i'm gonna cancel that opie and anthony show uh well sorry how about the opie show all right uh you gotta go to the beach <laughs> go to the beach <laughs> if you throw some sand into his phone uh it might cancel his show for a while So Opie, of course, is very excited about this because now all of a sudden he's getting people talking about him again. And actually, it's funny that Opie didn't talk during the interview at all, barely. And it was like Anthony was kind of being a prick to Paris a little bit. And they're like, Opie's a misogynist. And Opie's a real problem. So what are you talking about? I didn't even do anything. And uh, this is him talking about what a bore Paris was. And so he did a whole, uh, I think he's on two episodes now about this. He's so excited about it. But this is him talking about how Paris is never interesting. She's a bore. I searched the internet. I'm like, let me find just one piece of video where Paris Hilton is not a bore. I couldn't find it. All right. You couldn't find one? Not, not one? Tab, help me out here. You've seen a video with Paris that you enjoyed, right? Uh, she was in the Cat in the Hat movie. She has like a cameo in that. Pretty enjoyable. <laughs> Not what I was thinking, but that's a good piece of trivia. <laughs> good, good to know that. That's what, a good is, PG piece of trivia there, sir. When is that going to get canceled? Cat in the Hat. Mike Myers should be canceled. That was Mike Myers, right, in that movie? It was Mike Myers in that one, yeah. Fucking terrible. He made that movie out of contractual obligation. He Did had he? No, no want to do it, which is why it's terrible. 
I don't know why anyone would make that movie. Cat, I mean, Cat in the Hat's a book that is for, like, toddlers. But, all right, moving on. So, Opie explains that he shouldn't be getting shit because he didn't do anything. Now, I'm being called a misogynist because of something Anthony said. The fact is, I, uh, I didn't really have much to do with that interview. I sat back and enjoyed the uh, un- uncomfortableness of the whole damn thing, and I was giggling like an idiot. Shocking. Opie didn't have anything to do with the interview <laughs> with Paris. Was that. You don't say, Ope. You were just letting the two people who are talented on your show take over? Was no way. Playing Candy Crush? I could barely even picture it. He's like, oh, we had Paris. Hilton. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. And then Opie uh, goes on to say, because he's being called a misogynist by all these Paris fans, or who even knows who these people are? I think that it's just people are just looking to cancel everybody that they don't like. So it's like, oh, well, we'll stand up with Paris. Like, oh, yeah, okay. That's the person who you want to go to bat for. But uh, Opie says something that is bonkers. And, and for the most part, if you look at the history of the Opie and Anthony show, we believe it or not, we treated women pretty effing well. What, what, what? We really thought they were equal to men. <laughs> so if uh, men were coming in to do the Opie and Anthony show and doing absolutely insane, crazy-ass shit, why couldn't the women do the exact same stuff? What in the hell are you talking about? I can't believe he has the balls to say this with everything that we've talked about and what they were doing with wiffle ball bats, etc. We respected women on that show. On the Open Anthony show. Sure. Would you like to uh, stick this wiffle ball bat in you, m'lady? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a Jesus perfect gentleman. Christ. Yeah, I know. But Opie wants everybody to know that he is not a snowflake or a libtard, like people like to say. That's why I really do hate that whole white privilege thing when it comes up. Another thing that proves I'm not a snowflake, by the way, you idiots. (laughs) I love these people who pretend they don't care about the haters, and then it just comes out every now and again. And that's another thing that shows I'm not a libtard, you fucking idiots! Or or as uh, Senator Jazz says, you twidiots. Dude. It only gets people like me clipping it and talking about it more when you do that. How do you not know? I'm not not a snowflake. I I just said white privilege isn't a thing. See? It proves it. No, it doesn't. Idiot. Um, Of course, Opie, because he hasn't had anyone talking about him in years. Unless it was the fifth paragraph of the article about Carl Ruiz passing away. Maybe Opie's mentioned then. Other than that, no one's talking about him. And he's so excited that now with this Paris Hilton thing happening, people are talking about him, that he's going to capitalize on this. I'm going to play you a clip. And Tab, this is not a joke. He talks about it multiple times during the show. Coming soon to opiradio.com, you too could get your canceled T-shirt. But I really need a good design. I just want the word canceled <laughs> in a really, really good font. You know how to get a hold of me, you artist. Let's do this. I mean, the ship has already sailed, dude. I'm going to go buy a canceled T-shirt from OP Radio because Paris Hilton fans are upset with an interview you did 10 years ago. What are you talking about? A shirt that doesn't even exist yet. No, right? he's already promoting it. It's not even up there yet. Yeah, go, if he had that shirt, like, just waiting in the wings for something like this, and he goes, yeah, it's it's on T-shirt, teespring.com slash Opie right now for $25. Maybe you get some sales. By the time he gets an artist to get with him and gets this thing uploaded, it, it this will long have blown over and no one will remember this. 
Plus, since when does he care about art? He has so many t-shirts that just say OP Radio or hashtag Ruizing. His, his t-shirts are garbage. They're never interesting to look at. He's constantly trying to sell them. And they're never interesting. And now, all of a sudden, he's got this thing where it's like he could capitalize. Maybe. I, I doubt it. But he, maybe he could capitalize on this thing that's happening. And he's like, but I got to get the perfect font first. Who gives a shit? <laughs> that's not the point of asshole. the t-shirt. It's just have it canceled on there. But he's excited about his uh, Instagram analytics. I'm busy fighting off 18-year-olds on my Instagram. God, my <laughs> analytics. I checked it out yesterday for the hell of it. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. But it didn't lead to any followers or anything. It didn't lead to any more likes on my sunset or sunrise pictures. <laughs> this is where this is where we just talked about where Maddox has gotten to. This is where Opie has gotten to. He's looking at his Instagram analytics and getting excited about it and then realizing that, but I didn't actually gain any fans and none of these people actually like me. Then maybe don't bring it up. <laughs> You're a grown adult man who made millions of dollars on the radio a, more than a decade ago, and you are looking at the analytics of your fucking Instagram page. Dude, come radio on. guys are used to looking at ratings books. And when the ratings books come out, that's a big deal because they can charge more for advertising, there's more people listening, and then you could ask for a raise and you can make more money. These These are numbers that are important to you in your life. This guy is sunk so low, he's looking at his Instagram analytics. I wouldn't even know how to do that. I've never looked at my Instagram analytics. I don't know where that exists. I don't give a fuck. I don't even have an Instagram. I'm an adult man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, made it, way to make me look like a shithead. <laughs> you bring up a good point. This is this is where Opie is at right now. I kind of like uh, the fact that... Uh... I'm, I'm where I'm at these days. You know, I got a nice little audience, make a few bucks live streaming. I wish you weren't a liar. There's no <laughs> way he's happy live streaming to 80 people. Maybe he's doing a little bit better than Maddox, but it's not behind a paywall. It's free. You can just go on Facebook and watch him live stream. And still there's, there's 80 people on there. Thankfully, one of those people is Benjamin Tucker. And I, I will be displaying my canceled T-shirt soon, but I, I need a damn good design. And uh, Benjamin Tucker with the $10 on the YouTube, and he just writes, for being canceled. Well, thank you, Bay Tate. I want to know who this Benjamin Tucker is. This name has been coming up a lot. This guy is funding the OP Radio podcast. Why? <laughs> What's He's video? probably a big fan of yours. I, I hope so. That's what I mean. Benjamin Tucker, if you're listening, I will have you have the show. Come on the show. I want, I want to talk to you about why you're donating to Opie. Yeah, this segment would not exist without Benjamin Tucker. You're right. He's keeping, <laughs> he's keeping it going. This Opie segment brought to you by Benjamin Tucker, <laughs> who just gave us $10 on a super chat. 1,000 bits. <laughs> 1,000 bits from Benjamin Tucker. Here's a big smooch, Benjamin. <laughs> big smooch. Smoochy smooch. Here, get close to your, your phone. All right. Last thing I want to play from Opie because I can't make sense of this. He's talking about the best thing that's ever happened to him was getting let go by Sirius XM. And he says this. So um, I haven't talked to my mom in... Uh, when was I let go from Sirius XM? I wasn't fired. I was let go. I mean, the people will still insist that I was fired, but I wasn't. Um Tab, what the fuck is the difference What's between getting difference? fired and being let go? Oh, God. That's like when um, 
CEOs or or superintendents of school boards, or whatever, they get they resign, but they still get their uh, severance package. Yeah, and that's always pissed me off. Like I either want you to be fired, and we get the benefit of saying you are fired and you get your money, or you resign and you get nothing. You you were fired, Opie. You got fired from your radio show because you acted like an asshole. It's the same thing as getting fired. He did not want to lose his job, and he had, he lost his job. That's the same thing as all right, whatever. No, you know it's what? So letting getting let go is getting let go is when you know the budget cuts happen and you're the last guy on the totem pole. Like they don't want to get rid of you, but seniority rules mean they have to, or the business is going out is closing down, so they have to lay off everyone. That's being let go. The something fucked up above your level, and and you as mu- as well as others are being let go through no fault of your own, and not really by the choice of management. Uh, if push came to shove, if they had the ability to not let you go, versus you're fired when Westwood One is still doing radio, <laughs> Sirius XM is still doing radio, yeah. and they just don't want you to do radio with them anymore. Well, that that's a good point because. Let's think about this. There's people getting fired and let go. Now, he claims he wasn't fired for filming uh, Roland in the bathroom taking a shit. And that is the story is that Roland went to HR and then they they let him go or they fired him or whatever you want to call it. So let's say that that wasn't the thing. Like Opie's claiming I wasn't fired for filming my coworker shitting. Okay. If that's the case and you were let go, like you just talked about, Tab, what that means is that they said, we need to trim some of our expenses what are we paying too much for? And they said, Opie of Opie Radio. This is a guy who had a channel named after him. It was the Opie and Anthony channel followed by the Opie Radio channel. You'd think that guy would be very important to Sirius XM. He fell so far that they let him go. That's worse than getting fired for doing something stupid, in my opinion. Yeah, either way, he's a loser. Thank you for helping me kind of figure that out. So do you party... Is coming back in 2021 with a brand new host, and I have the exclusive promo for you. I thought it'd be fun if we all went around and said our name and a little something about ourselves. Sorry, I had a fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. Party on, Wayne! Party on, Gar. My name is Rod, and I like to party. Do you party? Welcome to Do You Party, the only podcast that Nikki Six told, I think you've had enough. I'm your host, Davey D Cups, aka Davey Split Your Wig, aka David Sits Down to Pee. I'm here to invite you to check out our first episode, where we dive into the story of a party that made a kid's sunglasses famous. That's right, it's Corey Worthington's small get together that I assume he just wanted to play some Settlers of Catan with his buddies, but instead drew a crowd of 500 rowdy Aussies. The story more on Do You Party, Kagia. Dave D, thank you for sending in that promo i'm looking forward to that podcast coming out now i'm not going to do a patrick michael segment i think we hammered him pretty hard last week but somebody posted in the seamus watch channel on our discord a clip that i just have to play for you because it really tells you everything you need to know about patrick michael one of the things that i know about this guy is that he used to have a job at arby's and he doesn't anymore and you might wonder, you know, like uh, Doug from our jingles department, him and I were talking about, it. he's like, well, I don't think he can function in society. I don't think he can hold down a job. You know, we make fun of him for being a stay at home dad and just podcasting for 20 cents a day, but maybe that's all he can do. And uh, this, he might be right. He might be onto something. The meats, they were wrapped up, 
they were all rolled up like joints, dude. All little, a bunch of little joints. <laughs> Hell I, yeah, dude. We had to rewrap it all because it was like that, right? Somebody did this the night prior. And I got fired the next day, and they said that, that that I did not wrap those sandwiches, or I didn't wrap that meat. I'm like, that's a bullshit lie because they look like joints. That I we had to redo them all. What are you talking about? So uh, obviously, I made a scene. I I threw my hat into the dishwasher, and then I ripped my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> so I was walking out. I'm like, here's your fucking uniform, douchebags, and walked home. Nice, dude. Goodbye. Walked that home. that tells you everything you need to know. He was fired by Arby's, which is hard to do. And when he got fired, he ripped his clothes off and chucked it in the dishwasher and made a scene. And, and then walked that home. cracks me up. I love that. Oh, man. But it, it, you that's what you'd expect. You'd expect this guy to not handle that very well. He doesn't handle yeah. things well. Oh, no, he doesn't care. But he also doesn't I'm care. Sure, I'm sure he said that during that that making <laughs> while he's stripping and oh, I don't even care. I don't even care about this job. I didn't even want it. You think I, I need care. this job? It doesn't matter. Your your sandwiches they don't matter. <laughs> sandwiches don't even matter. Oh, uh, uh, you guys remember our buddy Eric Zane, the the guy who talks to all the zaniacs, the ex radio guy who's doing a podcast. He recently went off on me and i just wanted to play that clip apparently my name came up on uh who are these podcasts uh fuck face carl what and whoever's <laughs> listening to this make sure you send them the audio or t- give them the time stamp give them the time stamp that i talked about his fucking toothy mouthed ass jesus send it along <laughs> to carl at watp I got word that on his fucking scam Patreon <laughs> what? that uh, he was talking about me with that fucking scumbag Chad Zumach, who's an asshole. I would love to fucking fight that guy. Oh, what a piece of shit this guy is. Holy crap. Fucking Carl. Uh, somehow my name comes up and I think it was from what I'm told because I can't get up the energy or the dollars to uh, throw his way to hear his stupid Patreon you should. Uh, was was talking about radio and he said oh yeah Eric Zane said he wants to get into radio that's a stupid get back into radio that's a stupid idea it's like what the what why does that why does that pop into your brain well, thank you I'm flattered because WATP is a great show and uh, truth be told, I'm just busting your balls. I actually like you very much. I, I don't like Zumach. He's an asshole. I, why do you fucking even talk to this guy? This guy is a fucking dirtbag. That was his one what, phone call. Do you like wake up and say, oh, all this shit's going great with the podcast. I think I'm going to fuck it up by talking to this piece of shit for extended time. That's our motto. Fuck Zumach. Why are you wasting your time on this guy? He's terrible. And he's not even fucking funny. He just sits there and just goes, yeah, I hate everybody. I hate this. I hate that. I hate this chick. Who was that chick he was giving a hard time to? That that female comedian Chrissy who's Mayer. actually awesome. Why do you why do you talk to Zumach? Knock it off. Fair oh enough. my god. So Aram or uh Rollison, send this shit off to Carl so that he can feature it on his stupid show and play it for his miscreant audience. All right. I completely digress. I think that Eric just wanted us to play that on our show. <laughs> you got that impression? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he wanted that, us to remind everyone the Eric Zane show is still happening. Do you have a toothy ass, Carl? 
I have a toothy ass <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was pretty harsh for a second there. I was like, wait a second. I went on his show. He interviewed me. You I guys thought, were buds. For I a thought second. we were friends. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Oh boy. I got to tell you the most interesting thing to happen this week. It wasn't Dave Landau leaving the Anthony Cumia show. It wasn't even this Paris Hilton thing that happened. It was definitely my buddy Stut Joe. Stuttering John was in Florida last week doing his comedy show, dabbling in some comedy down in Florida. He admitted <laughs> to selling 50 tickets at side splitters. Okay. 50 total tickets. Capacity, 50 total for all three nights. Well, no side splitters was just a, a one night gig. And then he, he had two shows somewhere else, but I don't even know if that's true. I think the Friday okay. show was canceled. I don't know. 50 tickets were sold at side splitters. The capacity of the place is 300. What John said was, yeah, but the capacity was only 70 due to COVID. Now, how does that make selling 50 tickets better? So it was a third the capacity and you still couldn't sell it out. Is th That's all that that tells me. It's like, yeah, well, you know, what's COVID? It's only 70, which I don't even think that's true because Florida's open. Right? The, the club can set that limit if they want to, but it didn't look like they were when you saw online buying tickets. They were placing everyone right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, if they don't have to, why would they want to? Right, right. Why would you, Why, if you were going to lie, why wouldn't you just say it, it was, we sold 50 tickets, but that's all they'd allow due to the China virus? That's what he should have said. Yeah. They only wanted to let in 45 people, but the demand was just too high. Plus, why would you travel from LA to Tampa to perform in front of 50 fucking people? There's no way that's a profitable endeavor. There's no way at all. The tickets were like 20, 25 bucks a piece, maybe 35. I don't know. It seems so you got silly. 600 bucks to, you know, because I assume the, the venue takes at least half. I, I would assume the venue takes some money. Maybe he had a, a guarantee and now the venue hates him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It all seems very odd. But anyway. We'll uh, give you $600 and two cases of Coors. Sold! Oh, sold! <laughs> could, you see, could you imagine what his, his uh, luggage has to be? Like they, they inspect it when he's going through the thing and they're like, Sir, there's a, an awful lot of metal in here. Can we just open this up and take a look? Oh, it's just two cases of Coors Light. <laughs> can you do that? You can't, you can't have more than three ounces. I think that would be a problem, actually, if he brought that onto a yeah, uh, uh, I used to uh, denounce on the Tonight Show. I, I need this, this medication for the flight. Uh, <laughs> it's a six-hour flight. I uh, need at least 17 beers. So Stuttering John put out a show, and I, I've heard that he took this down. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but when he was in Florida, he did a show, and he's taking a giant victory lap. He is so excited that he's working with a private investigator. A PI came to him and said, listen, John, I'm going to work with you pro bono. I can figure out these trolls and figure out what's going on, and John could not be happier about this. This just came upon me. The person reached out to me and said he was a private investigator. And guess what? He found out exactly who the person is that is taking my beer on the balconies and posting it on Reddit. We know your name. 
We know your social security number. We know where you live. I might divulge the state at the end of this show. Okay? <laughs> he might divulge the state. Okay. So he's very excited. He has the guy's name, his social security number, and where he lives. And you might think to yourself, what would somebody do with that information? It's neat. It's impressive that you're able to find that out. And he answers the question. The person might even be here in the chats right now. But I'll promise you one thing. On Tuesday's show, that person is going to be blocked. So that person is amongst us right now. I think I, I think maybe I even said his name. <laughs> I got your social security number and I'm going to block you. So you'd have to sign in to a different account in order to watch my show. <laughs> what a fucking moron. Yeah, it's uh, I own a glass cock. She's devious. <laughs> I think the PI is is the one also trolling John at it's, this point, right? It's very possible because he's had attorneys troll him. It's very possible this person is also trolling him. Yeah, I'm totally a private investigator. Remember when his only friend in the world was Chad Zumach? Remember how that went? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So John explains to all of us that he's not a bad person, and he explains how you know that. I'm a straight up dude. Thank you, Marshall Janulis, for the two bucks. I'm not, ask my mom, ask my sister. I'm not a bad person. I don't wish bad on anybody. Yeah, just ask anyone. Ask Artie or Anthony or me or Mersh or Howard or Shuley or Royce or Noel Kassler. Ask anyone if John's a bad person. They'll all tell you, just a stand-up guy. If you have to say, ask my mom or my sister if I'm a good guy, that's insane. What's, what's wrong with this guy? That's that should be a, that's a given, right? You would if the the strange one is when someone's family hates them, right? Like like Gallagher, right? <laughs> right. That's that's the odd man out. For you, most of us, our family think has a pretty good view of us, even if we're huge fuck ups. They go like, yeah, he's a fuck up, but and then they explain away how you're a, you are an idiot. You know that I'm an amazing person because my mom loves me. So what else? Can and I she think? tells me I'm a handsome boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and any woman would be this lucky to have cool. me. She told me my podcast is the best podcast she's ever heard. <laughs> she actually did not tell me that. <laughs> she's never, she's never told me. That. Uh, all right, more threats coming from our buddy Stuttering John, who's feeling very empowered with this information that he has. I thank the PI. Thank you very much. He's now working on some of these other people in the Reddit's, some of these velvets, and some of these other ones, and. Uh, you know, stuttering wands and all these, all these guys, we're going to find out who you are too. And you know what? I might not do anything, but if the hate continues, I don't mind if you hate me. But when you start threatening me and my kids. Oh, here we go again. No. So he caught himself. If the hate continues, what? What are you, you going to do if the hate continues? Like, oh, but no, no, no. I mean, if you threaten my kids, nobody is threatening stuttering John's kids. Nobody cares about stuttering John's kids. Nobody cares about that. We goof on you because you suck. How do you not figuring this out yet? Why are you pretending that it's something more than just us all having a laugh at your expense? Why pretend that there's more to it than that? There is not. That's all it is. And I, I literally had no idea who Stuttering John was until I started listening to your show. Right. And and I don't I don't hate him, 
but I do like laughing at him. He's like a clown. It's he, right. He's he's like an unironic clown, and it's a lot of fun to talk about him. And this idea that he's going to find out who people on Reddit are. I'm going to get your real name and social security number. I got news. Anyone who's on Reddit who's been bashing John, I have good news for you. John has known who I am and where I live and the company that I owned and all of this information about me for years. He mentioned this years ago. He has done nothing. He will do nothing. There's nothing he can do. What the fuck is he going to do with that information? I will soil your credit score. I swear <laughs> to God. Like, what, what are you going to do? Uh, so what he's a clown. He's such a clown. So he, he's, he's, he wants to be menacing and threatening, but he also wants to be secretive about who this person is. I don't know why. I don't know what the fucking difference is at this point. Because the day Tuesday, of reckoning is coming. Yeah, right. Tuesday. I'm, I'm going to block this person. I can't tell you who it is. And John's so stupid. It's obviously a guy, but he doesn't want to give even that much information out. He wants to still keep it. Well, it could be anybody. It could be a guy or, or a girl, but he keeps fucking up how he's talking. You know, thanks to this private eye, I now know who the guy is that's posting stuff on Reddit. And, uh, you know, the guy or gal, um, he's been in the chats today or she. And, uh, <laughs> but, but I know who he is or she, where he lives. <laughs> I know his social security number. I mean, his, I mean the guy gave me everything. His, everything. his social security number or hers. I don't know how he identifies. But... <laughs> there, here's more of this. It's, it's fucking comical. He doesn't even know he's this funny, but he is. So this guy thinks it's okay or gal to keep posting it. And, you know, I don't get what he gets out of it or she he's from the uh, state of maryland yeah he or she is from the state of maryland <laughs> that's where they reside and i won't give out any more information uh right now uh you have seen him in the or her you have seen he or she in the chat room uh but now the gig is up two things there You've seen he or she in the chat room. John, that's not English. You have seen he in the chat room? I know he's Puerto Rican, but I'm pretty sure English was his first language. You have seen he or she in the chat room. And then he goes, the gig is up. It's the jig is up, you fucking moron. Fucking idiot. It's not a gig. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. He's so proud of himself. Now, uh, he is obviously a dickhead. He or she is a dickhead. And I just want to say, I don't care how muscly he is, he or she, I don't care. His oh. social security number starts at the three, or hers starts at the three, <laughs> yeah. or his or hers. He's got a very small penis, or she does, or she does. I don't want to divulge <laughs> any more information. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And then people are in the chat, and uh, they're just, they're so all, all excited about this. They can't wait to find out who this is and what he's going to do with this information. Uh, Aunt Edna, can you have him arrested? I can have some of these people arrested, yes. I can. For what? And I might <laughs> I might do that. What, what the fuck? He's going to have people arrested for goofing on him on the internet? I would love to see him try this. This is hysterical. I might do that thing <laughs> I'm lying about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
so transparent. <laughs> These threats never stop. This has been going on for three and a half years. Just threat after threat after threat. Nothing ever happens because there's nothing he can do. He's handled this wrong from the get-go and just keeps doubling down on how poorly he's handling this. And it keeps getting worse and worse. How do you not see this, John? How do you not just come on your show? If I was stuttering, John, I would come on my show, the very next show, and just be like, guys, I'm a fucking idiot. I, I can't believe <laughs> I got butthurt over people goofing on me. I'm not the most talented guy in the world. I'm just trying to make a fucking living, trying to put on an entertaining show. You guys want to goof on me? That's cool. Like, he could, he's, I, I don't even want to tell him this because if he did this, it would ruin all of our fun. He's so fucking stupid. He does not know how to deal with haters at all. And he was on the Howard Stern show. How is this possible? Oh, man. <laughs> But he's a good how guy. Do you get, how do you get to be an adult man at that point? I mean, like, I think of the way that I interact with my friends, and it's just it's just us constantly tearing one another down. Right. Like, we went out we went out for uh, to play pool and he, listen to some live music this week, and, like, and every time one of us would miss a shot, it would just be like, you fucking suck, you fucking loser, you are pathetic, you'll never make anything out of yourselves. <laughs> I just, how do you, how as a person do you grow up with other men and never like grow a thick enough skin to handle being made fun of and not just laugh along with them when you fuck up? Well, that's what I mean. I know Suttering John from him being on the Howard Stern show. He got goofed on all the time. How do you not develop a thick skin from that? I don't understand why he has this mentality. And why he handles this the way that he does. It's just the exact wrong way to handle it. Uh, threatening to have people arrested on Reddit? I mean, trust me, Reddit will take you off of their platform if you do even the slightest thing wrong. Reddit's yeah. all over that shit. You think you're going to have somebody arrested for what they said about you on Reddit? That's insane. You're a moron. See, I get it. I get it with Opie, right? Because Opie was in charge of the show. Yeah. So every time... If if you piss him off enough, he'll just axe you from the show. So you have to pull your punches. But John was at the bottom of the totem pole, so everybody was was making fun of him. Did he just like go home after every recording and like, oh, they made fun of me today on the show, and you know, I'm working really hard, and I had this great bit. Yes, and I, you how know do you how live I know like that? that? You know how I know that that's true. He still talks about the time that Howard said he should have his kid aborted. He's still butthurt about that. Like, dude, that was a joke, you moron. Uh, all right. Last thing I want to play from our, our buddy Stuttering John. Because not only is he going to have people on Reddit and Twitter arrested, but he's also going to go after YouTube. This is just the funniest fucking thing. As you guys know, there's a, there's a person who has been able to figure out a way to kick people out of John's chat or off of the stream while John's doing his show. And because he or she. <laughs> he or, yeah, he, sorry, he or she may or may not live in Maryland. So because John is a bona fide retard, he believed Hale Sparks <laughs> when Hale told him YouTube has an algorithm that when you talk about right-wing things, will kick people out of your room or off of your stream. And it doesn't even make any lick of fucking sense that YouTube would just go in there and an algorithm would hear somebody would take out 20% of the people who are watching your show. It doesn't, I mean, think about that for a second, John. Why do you think that's true? That's, it's not true. That's not what's happening. But John is sure that that's true. 
and he's got a lawsuit ready to go. As far as the booting goes, please complain to YouTube people. Please write a complaint. Complain every time. I take screenshots every time. I'm going to continue to fight the good fight. And if I have to, I'm going to call my attorney, okay, the great Michael Popak, and okay. see what legal avenues I could take about how YouTube is booting my people on my show from my chat room on a regular basis. And I have issues with YouTube, and some of which could have legal ramifications it's because issues. YouTube has got to stop this. Did you say he had issues with, with YouTube? It sounded like he said issues. Let's hear that again. And I have issues with YouTube. And some <laughs> of you should scratch those issues. It it's really... like when you have a scratch and a sneeze at the exact same time. Issues! <laughs> of which could have legal ramifications because YouTube has got to stop this. And when I complain to them, stop giving me your automated answers and telling me that uh, there's nothing, they don't see anything. You are booting people. I have so many screenshots of people like Nikki B and Mark P and Jillian New York City 212 all getting booted nine times, 12 times. YouTube, I'm sick of this horse shit. It's almost like maybe YouTube has nothing to do with it, John. Maybe the automated response is because there's so many retards like you messaging them about nonsense that they don't want to hire someone to man those complaints. And they just send you a thing that says, no, idiot. Why would we possibly, what would be in our best interest to kick people out of your stream while you're streaming? We're YouTube. We make money every time someone super chats you. Why the fuck would we do that, you moron? And John just is not understanding this. So I'm serious. Stop picking on the little guy. Just because I don't have a million subscribers doesn't mean you should turn your head and allow my people to get booted from my chat room. It's BS. And and at some point, you got to own it. I'm going to tomorrow... I'm going to file more complaints with you. I have the screenshots. And then we're going to see. If you if you continue to do nothing, then we're going to have a bigger issue. Because you were owned by Google, and Google doesn't... I don't think they want this. <laughs> I don't think they and care. I, I might be a little guy, <laughs> but I'm not going to get bullied by you guys. You know what I just realized? You know what I didn't have in that clip? Is John explaining why... YouTube is doing that to him. Damn it. It must have been a different part of the show. He explains it's either because he's Puerto Rican and they're they're prejudiced (laughs) against Puerto Ricans or it's because of his politics because they don't like left-leaning politics or they're uh, against stutterers. I think was his other claim. Like, good luck with that lawsuit. I'm sure that'll go a long ways. In his mind, right, he's talking on his stream and he says something about like, you know, Donald Trump is bad. Yeah. And then YouTube... YouTube is scanning, constantly scanning his all the streams. Constantly, there's probably a, a hundred thousand streams going on at any given part of the time of day. Sure, they're scanning all the streams at the same time. They hear Trump is bad, and they say, "Well, we don't want to not allow people to hear this, but we only want to allow a certain percentage of the people available to hear this." So then they kick off twenty percent of his of his viewers for a minute. And even if he was saying things that were more right leaning which is what YouTube bans from their platform. Anybody 
who says that, you know, maybe this uh, vaccine that Fauci is trumpeting isn't the best way to handle COVID. If you say that on YouTube, you get kicked off. Yeah. John is saying the opposite of that, and he thinks that his politics are what's getting him kicked off, or, or a, like you said, a percentage of people. He's probably the dumbest person on the planet at this point. <laughs> Can we all agree that Stuttering John is the? And I don't know. It makes me want to not drink anymore because I'm like, is that what I'm going to turn into if I keep drinking Coors Lights? Because you look at Matt, Coors. You got a decent about your image. You got Maddox drinking your product. You got Stuttering John. They're both have lost their fucking minds. They seem like. They seem like they're brain dead. Coors Beer, the number one beer for delusional former celebrities <laughs> streaming on the internet. Take it from me. St- Taste the st- Rockies. Stuttering John. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Wow. I guess the, the other the other option for that is that the YouTube is constantly monitoring streams. And they're like, oh, he got a little bit too Puerto Rican in here. <laughs> Kick out 20% of his viewers. <laughs> Does he not know you, that YouTube exists in Puerto Rico, where it's all Puerto Ricans? <laughs> you think that they're they're banning entire countries? Like, what the fuck's he talking about? Uh, I know it's what a territory. A, what a lunatic. Country. Whatever. Whatever. What are you going to do? We have a segment here. I have not heard this yet, but I did take part in it yesterday. Producer Chris produced this. It's our subreddit news. Whoa, 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 hey, whoa. No, before you start flip, flipping forward, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. It's different. There was some fan fiction in our subreddit this week. Yeah. And no, no. Uh, I think that you decided, kind of in the essence of Patrick Michael's memoir, what was that? Uh, Streetlight, Streetlight memoirs. memoirs? Yeah. So kind of in that uh, vein yeah. that you wanted to produce something for us. So I'm excited to hear this. <laughs> A special edition of Subreddit News, an adaptation of the early noir classic Streetlight Memoirs by Patrick Michael. My name is Patrick. I'm a private dick. It was raining, the kind of rain without the humid, as I walked up the stairs to my office. I looked out the window for a minute to think about the kids in the neighborhood where I grew up. Opening the door, my secretary, Carly, gave me a withering look and I half expected to find a beautiful dame with red hair and sea cups sitting in the chair. (laughs) Suddenly, I felt a crunch under my shoe. It was a Coors Light can. Jesus Christ, it's stuttering John. (laughs) You got a beer? Always begging. Trolls! He said. You gotta help me fight these goddamn trolls! (laughs) Let me borrow some money. Maybe you can pay my mortgage and my child support. John said. <laughs> Despite my amazing talent and uncanny like ability, losers on Reddit, which I never go on, have left me broken unbathed. Suddenly, stench unlike anything ever to invade my nostrils filled the room. Gagia was all he could mutter, sounding slightly less intelligent than Gary the retard. Oblivious to his own ungodly foul body odor and how debilitated it left me, he exited my office, a brown stain appearing on my velvet guest chair. Minutes later, I noticed the empty dish where hard candies had just been filled minutes before. I walked into the living room, and there on the floor was a cow outfit, a large bra draped over a chair. Down the hall, panties on the floor. 
I slowly opened the bedroom door. My mind was racing. Casey? Vic? Could it be? Holy fuck. High pitch Eric. I vomited and passed out. Patrick! I need your help! Said John, belching through his speech impediment. But, stuttering John, I'm half a retard with, at best, a GED and no other talents. How can I help a big star like you? I said with zero balls. Well, you, you get these haters too, don't you? John said. How do you deal with the situation <laughs> to everyone like that? Well, I typically challenge them to a fight or basketball, I replied. But since I'm in my 30s and I barely leave my closet, that probably wouldn't go too well. Written by R. Lucas, Smailskid, Mr. The Loaf, and Fafa Flores. I was overmodulated a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. That, that was hard to fix. I, <laughs> I thought say. that might be the problem. <laughs> so there was a part two of that in the subreddit. I didn't think it was as good as part one. Yeah. I thought it could do better. So I, I thought maybe we'd give is it R. Lucas. Yeah, R. Lucas. We started that. We'd give yeah. R. Lucas a chance to redeem himself sure maybe take it in a different direction for part two i don't know a lot of good stuff in there <laughs> a lot of fun fan fiction wow tab what have we done today uh we we dissected the delusions of uh, several crazy people we did we we talked about maddox banana docs Oxman, ox mad yeah uh maddie locks uh meow docs <laughs> the list really goes up. I know, I know. I'm like looking through my notes. Like, what, what else was he? We talked about Press House Coffee. We had a cringe of the week with Behind the Bastards. Anthony Cumia show lost Dave Landau. OB Radio is excited. People are talking about him again. Uh, Davey D sent in a Do You Party 2021 promo. Patrick Michael got fired from Arby's. Eric Zane does not like Chad Zumach. Stuttering John is a moron with a private investigator. So you know what that means. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. Next week's teaser. The teaser. The This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP to get people excited about. Are you familiar with this part of the show, Tim? I am familiar with this part of the show. Yeah, it's great. Everyone's favorite part. It's why it here. is my favorite part. It's everyone's favorite part. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, because you know why it is, and I haven't mentioned this in a while, but it's because of endless possibilities. When you hear a clip, you're like, whoa, what are they going to say about that? And the possibilities are literally endless. And that's why it's so exciting. All right, here we go. Hey, guys, I wasn't going to record today. But I got a text from a friend, and that's what I love about these pod posts, is that I can just say what's on my mind whenever I like, and I felt like this was something important that I needed to come and um, talk about today. So here we go. <laughs> um, so I just got this text, and it was to an article um, with Sarah Silverman apologizing to me, and I was just shocked when I read it at first and um pleasantly surprised any guesses who this is was this the paris hilton podcast it is this is a show called this is paris it's a suggestion from chrissy mayer who will be co-hosting with us next week talking about the paris hilton podcast the brand new paris hilton podcast 
which I'm very excited about. They're like 10 minutes long each episode. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, I how long am I going to listen to this one? I could barely make it through that clip. Uh, <laughs> 10 minutes, it seems like an eternity. It's funny you say that. I thought I pulled a short clip, and then I looked at the board, and it was 40 seconds. Like, oh, shit, this is 40 seconds. It takes her a long time to say anything. <laughs> so that's the show we'll be listening to on next week's show. But in the meantime, I want people to check out Here's What I Don't Get, which is the podcast hosted by Tab. Tell us about Here's What I Don't Get, Tab. So if uh, if the biggest problem in the universe was the Seinfeld of podcasts, the Dick Show is obviously Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I'd say who are these podcasts is Veep. Okay. I'd say everything Maddox has been doing is Michael Richards during his Laugh Factory meltdown. <laughs> That's Yikes. brilliant, yes. And we are whatever Jason Alexander's been doing with his career. Just like <laughs> one little shot on Criminal Minds, an episode of Star Trek Voyager. Uh, we, we ripped off the, the premise of Biggest Problem. My co-host and I every week bring in two problem, two issues and discuss why they are annoying. And uh, we do a little bit of news and voicemails and we, we uh, l- mostly laugh at ourselves. So I'd also like to promote the movie Rhinestone okay. from 1984 starring Sylvester Stallone and Dolly Parton. Were you in uh, that movie, Do- Tab? No, I wasn't, oh, but okay. I am I'm I've made it my new goal in life to make this movie as beloved as I love it and I want Disney to put it on Disney Plus because it's it's a Fox movie. Okay. And they need to put out an HD version of it so that I can stop watching this shitty DVD. But it's How- just it's My Fair Lady with country music and I know it sounds awful, but it's actually incredible. How would I find Rhinestone? You have me intrigued now. How would I find this to watch it? Uh, you'd have to torrent it or buy a, t- a DVD from 2006. Thank you, Deep Discount. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll look out for that. But definitely check out Here's What I Don't Get. Tab, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I, I had a great time. Yep. Thanks for having me. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. (laughs) (laughs) Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. No fucking way. gives a shit who gives a fuck you're not charismatic and that's the way the news goes you know who are these podcasts i don't know i don't get it makes no sense vic how's it going hello hello (laughs) casey how are you doing? Did your internet working this week? Uh-oh. Nope. Uh, I would hope that everybody is subscribing to our Patreon because just this morning I posted Casey's brand new chicken picks. And if you don't know what a chicken pick is, <laughs> you will be pleasantly surprised. They're chicken pictures. Yeah. 
I, uh, Casey, what's going on with you? Are you there? Maybe she's just not paying attention. Maybe she's just signed in. Like I assume most people in the Discord are signed in, but not really paying attention. Have better things to do. Oh, she's getting on her computer. Okay. In the meantime, Vic, how are you doing? Uh, fantastic. That's great. It's a great day. Do you have uh, any new reviews that you'd like to read? I do. Great. I do indeed. Awesome. This one is by Saucy CJ. Uh, I had to unsubscribe. I found this podcast when I found out they went after Opie on each episode. I really did enjoy it for a while, but as they got away from Opie and more into Carl's hatred for anything he deems quote-unquote politically correct, wah, they talk about diversity, wah, they call it Trump. It got too boring. What a snowflake cry fest. Uh, it sounds like a one-star review. It sounds like a real story. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, damn it. I have gotten notes from people saying that our show is too political. I, I, I don't see it, but maybe, maybe it is. I don't know. I'll do I wouldn't same. know. I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I can see Victor's fast forwarding to the part where she's on. Uh, oh no, I don't listen to myself either. I just listen to Casey. Smart. Casey doesn't sound like a teenage boy. So. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, this one is uh, loves meme. Uh, stop hating. Their episode about Cumtown is so pathetic. You can basically hear them crying as they talk about. Period. Uh, do you know why Cumtown, despite putting in zero effort, is so popular and makes more money in a month than they did in two years? Because unlike this show, despite having zero script, it's absurdly funny. These people levy critiques on podcasts they make themselves. Do I guess that's why what happens when you are talentless? You know what I should do? I should go back and re-record our Come Town episode, not even tell anyone, and just replace it with episode where like, these guys are fucking hilarious. I don't know why anyone wouldn't like this. He said he put the poop in his butt. It's so fucking funny. This, this is great. postmodern. This is yeah, postmodern. This is so great. It's like, it's like Sophia with an app. It's that good. What if I did that? And then people are like, oh, man, I heard these guys shit on Come Town. I don't know what anyone's April talking April Fool's about. is coming up, man. I don't know what anyone's talking about. So, uh, yeah, people are still finding us through the Come Town episode that uh, has been called a uh a mess <laughs> it's been uh termed botched to some people <laughs> um so that that's a one star i would imagine uh absolutely yeah god damn it <laughs> even if you like come town which i do enjoy come town you gotta say that our take on adam's stand-up comedy was pretty spot on he's not a good stand-up <laughs> all right uh and then this one is from lily sue Awful. There's absolutely no diversity on this show. Talentless white hack, so talentless <laughs> that the Isotopes doesn't doesn't even have a lead singer. That's good. That that That's is five good. star. Yeah. That is a five star. So, yes. There is a lack of diversity on this show. That is that is true. Although we cover a lot of different weight classes. So we got that going. Oh for my us. god. <laughs> yeah, I see you're going into the anorexia with Paris Hilton. I uh, enjoy the diversity. Yes. Well, I don't think we cover enough privileged people on this show, so I thought it was about time they got they got their say. We want to hear their voice. Any other reviews over there, uh, Victoria? No, but I did I did get a weird text the other day. Oh, sweet! I was like that. Um, it was out of nowhere. It was at like fucking two a.m. He goes, "Wow, we 
You know, I was always more of a Casey fan until recently. I never knew you were a cowgirl. Seeing those wholesome, milky udders made me fantasize a moment where I could stuff a few mushrooms up your butthole and then suck them out and trip balls. This daydream <laughs> made me understand cow worshippers. They probably had a sexy cow bitch with four wings and ten tentacle tails and like 50 eyes appear before a very intense trip. And after the trip, they were like, damn, cows are sexy. The cow goddess has spoken. I understand now. I'm so envious of the Minotaur man you're probably married to and able to go home each night and fuck the shit out of the cow goddess and then roll on his back and snuggle you. Except he's a small spoon. Fuck. What a lucky son of a fuck. That's the longest text. Hey, Casey, how you doing? I'm good. I had to turn push to talk on for some reason. Uh, Tab had the same problem. Uh, that's I, I just do people send text that I've never sent a text that long. What the fuck is who has time yeah. for that? I don't know. Uh, you, you attract really good autists, Carl. You don't know what to do with them, but you you got them. Well, I think you have a part in this as well. Let's not just put all the blame <laughs> on me. They're more of a Vic fan than they are. They didn't text me that long. <laughs> are you victim blaming, Carl? Yes, of course I, I am. It's probably what I was wearing. <laughs> I think it has a lot to do with what you're wearing. <laughs> Casey! Yes. Congratulations on your new uh, chicken costume. I- I'm a big fan Thank of it. Thank you so much. Uh, are you getting some good feedback on that yet? Someone asked me if I was a real libertarian or if that was just a meme flag. Okay. And someone texted me a, f- a selfie of themselves and told me to move to L.A. with them to laugh at homeless people. Was that stuttering John? <laughs> it didn't look like stuttering John. He looked a little bit better than stuttering John. He's, he spelled live with wrong. Are you a beer can chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You got to grab a course Light for the next uh, photo session. And sit on it. Oh, man, shame. Sit on it. <laughs> I can't even drink alcohol. I'm fucking allergic to it. Oh, <laughs> she's a fun party gal. I know. Oh, no. Super exciting. Did you have any reviews that you wanted to share with us today, Casey? No, I figured Vic could take care of that. Uh, Vic did a phenomenal job. Do you have, have you gotten any other... Um, fun text messages from our listeners um i do but i'm not i can't read them to you because i'm on my phone and i have to use push to talk okay this is this is an epic fail that's going on right now (laughs) nice job carl well do me a favor copy those to some type of document that you can read off of some type of computer screen and uh next time we have you on i'd love to hear what what kind of creeps are listening to who are these podcasts and hitting on the review girls yeah. Well, normally I don't have to do this, so it should work next time, right? I don't know. You're you always have technical problems. Yeah, but if Tab also had the push to talk. Oh, so it now can't be me. Okay, so now everyone's it's got contagious. Problems. Yeah, right, right. Okay. I mean, Tab was able to figure it out pretty fucking quick, though. Carl, you're 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 accusing your listeners of being creeps by hitting on the review girls, right? But you yourself are the pimp in this situation, mm. posting their photos to the internet. I don't like that this tab guy is really breaking down the fourth wall here. He's totally right. <laughs> I don't even These women need to, to rise up against you, Carl. I know. I make fun of like the way John treats his mods. And meanwhile, I'm just as guilty He's as every single He's the farmer way. with the cow and the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's listen to some voicemails. This is a submission okay. from Big D. Hey, Carl. It's Big D. 
I was one of those listeners who wanted you to shut the fuck up about Ween and sports. But I finally gave Ween a listen. I'm all in. They're great. Been listening to all their music. But you need to shut the fuck up about sports, Carl. If I wanted to listen to the opinionated jerk show about sports, I'd listen to Michael Rappaport. Okay? Shut the fuck up about football. Nobody cares. Alright? Call me back. Oh my god, how could I forget? Band practice! Kind of sounded like me on that subreddit thing. I was a little over-modulated. I agree um, with him. Stop talking about sports. I might have been talking about sports. The Sabres are so fucking bad. I'm, they're on right now. I'm not even watching them. I, I, I don't talk about sports anymore. <laughs> Wait till the, the baseball season you don't, starts. You don't talk sure. about sports anymore because football season ended last month. That's true. I'm, I'm sure I'll get back to it. Yeah, it can't be all things to all people, you know? I try. <laughs> I try, but... Why I'm, can't you be perfect, Carl? I'm constantly getting messages from people who are saying, what's your take on week 17 of the Bills regular season? I'm like, all right, well, I got to talk about it. All right, so that's I'm it. sure you could start you a sports podcast. I should start a sports podcast. Who are these sports? No, Producer Chris I want to go. That's Producer just for Chris. like men in denial that, you know, they think they're straight. <laughs> <laughs> a good one now you could keep you could keep the p and call it who are these players and feature a player every week oh that sounds so boring and gay (laughs) you want to be the permanent co-host of that show tab no i hate sports i I watch star trek i know (laughs) wonderful all right uh prep boy rick called into the show hey carl i just realized you somehow opened a patreon in the middle of a pandemic, when a bunch of people are put out of work, and not only in a year's time have you been able to continue making money off of that, you have exceeded uh, to a point of virtue where you are not only paying for your mortgage, but you're also probably subsidizing the jingles department because they can't make money anymore because Andrew Cuomo is a massive dick retard. So congratulations, dude. That is a level of marketing that I can only hope to aspire to in my retard dreams. Well done, sir. Take care, you goblin-mouthed, cripple-footed motherfucker. Keep going. Prep boy Rick out. Whoa, it was complimentary for a second there. It was kind of nice. I didn't see that that was going to go that way. It was a little too political. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean cuomo was... about politics carl let's talk about the good things that cuomo has done and uh that's about it okay moving on so political carl also i just realized whenever your hellscape of a fucking state opens up if it ever does a live show at the carlson would probably be fun and i know that i would personally try and find a way to fly out there from the shitty West Coast and drink a copious amount of liquor and probably get myself thrown out, but not because of you, probably because of me. So, yeah, Carl, I hope that you have the idea of a live show somewhere in your future because that would be really fun. Take care, my dude. Prep boy Raquel. So I have not thought of that before, but... Doing a live show would be fun if people were willing to go. What I wouldn't do it in Rochester. We don't have people in Rochester don't care about this show. 
we yeah, have no people... one's willing to travel to Rochester. No, I, I, I wouldn't expect them to. It's a not a great destination. We are so when I look at my analytics, <laughs> brother man. When I look at my analytics, people listen to us in New York City and Detroit and Chicago and LA. But I'm wondering where would people shoot me a note if we did a live show? Where should we do it? Where would be Gary, some... Indiana? Oh, that's not bad. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Where would be a centralized or at least like a destination where people would travel to to watch a live show? Because that would be fun. I, I think, like I think what you should do is you should get together with with like Dick Masterson and maybe a couple other shows like that. And instead of doing like one big live show, you know, that's everybody and it's chaos. Yeah. You could do one night. Dick could do one night. And then you you would be multiple shows. It's funny you say that, Tab. I was thinking about that last night when I listened to that voicemail. I would do a live podcast, but yes, why would you just do one show? We could get Dick or Revenge of the Sister or whoever and run out a comedy club or something like that and uh, do do a few different shows. I think that would be that'd be fun. I, I'm, I'm yeah. into it. So, yeah, let me know. Where, where would be a good place for that? So last week I played Boomer Guy on The Dick Show, talking oh. about me, talking about Pee Wee Herman. And, of course, Boomer Guy's very excited about this. I knew you would listen to that shit, motherfucker. And, yeah, I still stand by that point, man. Your little gay little defense of, oh, Pee Wee Herman shit. It just falls on weak fucking ears, man. Anyways, love you, Carl. Glad to know that uh, you're li- you're looking out to listen up on my own words. Ah. Anyways, go fuck yourself. Call me back. Love you. Bye. Thank you for keeping it under 30 seconds, Boomer Guy. And this right here is the greatest voicemail Boomer Guy has ever left. <laughs> uh, Perfect. That's how you do it. Very concise. That's how you get played. Keep it short. Under 45. Under 45, see? People know the rules. No, I love the three-minute voicemails that just go on and on and on. <laughs> they and eventually, the Google Voice just hangs up on them. <laughs> the and then they call back and say, I don't know at what point it hung up on me, but basically what I was trying to say is, and then they, <laughs> they sum it up in about 40 seconds. Right. You're like, oh, why did you do that the first time? He's right about Pee Wee Herman, by the way. No, that, he's not right. How dare you? You think Boomer Guy is right about something? First off. Yeah. If you watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure, have you ever seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Casey? I think my parents tried to show it to me, and I was scared of it when I was a kid. Isn't that what he got arrested for, trying to show kids his Big Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, my ex-co-host, Kevin, and I both swear by uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Still a great movie, still holds up to this day. Co-written by the great Phil Hartman, by the way. Bunch of boomers I'm throwing out there. Bunch of boomer names wow. nobody fucking cares about. All right. I heard of one name. Fair enough. Hey, Carl, have you noticed that high-pitched Eric sounds exactly like Banana Doc? I mean, the resemblance is uncanny. Who are these podcasts? The Holocaust wasn't real. Welcome to Who Are These Podcasts? White Power. If only... That was my that was my chat, by the way. That was that was the a white good power suggestion. one. Yeah. If only high pitch or if uh, Banana Dax was that funny. Right. I thought high pitch Eric sounded like Grover from Sesame Street. All right. Here's another short voicemail. Hey, Carl. Just wanted to call and say fuck you. Okay. Well, 
You did it. Perfect. Congratulations. Uh, Tucker Agreed. Dixon, our buddy Tucker Dixon called in. Hey, Carl. Tucker Dixon here. Just listened to the latest episode and heard me on the voicemail again, which is always great. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to take credit for uh, suggesting this week's episode because you were so moved by my disappointment in you from last week's uh, voicemail that you decided it was time to really take that banana dox down a peg, something you had never thought of before, I know. And I, I don't know if anybody ever noticed how bad banana dox was before I said it just, you know, last week. So <laughs> you're welcome. Tucker, out. Thank you, Tucker. I thought it was a brilliant act until you opened my eyes to just how ridiculous it actually is. Appreciate that. This next voicemail is something we've never heard before on this show. Hey, Carl, just calling to remind everybody that the music special sucked. Got to keep it alive in everybody's memories. Needs <laughs> <laughs> a constant reminder. It's been it's been three months. Yep. <laughs> People are still Jesus reminding me. Jesus Christ. I mean, it hasn't gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Skunt. I'm going to go back and re-record Come Down and the music special. Yep. People will be like, you got to hear this show. It's the worst show ever. And then it'll just be me playing Iron Maiden or something. The God, Beatles. This isn't that bad. Casey doesn't like the Beatles. Oh, no, I Casey, love the Beatles. Casey loves the what Beatles. What do you mean? No, I don't like the Beatles. That's right. Go fuck yourself. That's right. I get you guys confused on that one. Oh, Casey's yeah, the one with I'm good the Beatles pimp fan. Is mixed up the hose. <laughs> <laughs> Casey has good taste Shame. in music. She's a ween, she's a Ween fan too. Okay, that's right. Forgot about that. Man. The only the only Ween song I've ever heard is when they did "Shot Heard Around the World" on the Schoolhouse Rock's revival album in the '90s. Well, that's that's fun. Yeah, I don't know that I'm familiar with that one. Is that a good song? Uh, it's a great. Yeah, it's but the original and the Ween version are both great. And you might just learn something. Yeah. Maybe. Carl has to hear it. <laughs> uh, looking it up right now. Is he looking it up right now? <laughs> hey, the British are coming. The British are coming. Now the ride of Paul Revere set the nation on its ear. And the shot at Lexington hurt round the world. British fired in the early dawn. The War of Independence had begun. The die was cast, the rebel flag unfurled. And on to Concord, march the foe, seize the arsenal. Sound like Ween. Is that Ween? Yeah, it's Ween. Weird. Alright. Pretty sure. No, that's what it says on the on the internet too. It just doesn't yeah. sound like Ween. Well what happens? The internet never lies. Hey Carl. This is uh Hot Pitch Eric and this is what I actually sound like. I just wanted to let you know that I hurt your coverage of me, and I was very disappointed at what you had to say. Obviously, you don't understand how big of a fucking deal I am. I had to take time out of my important day doing cameos to make this call to inform you that I'm going to be quitting this call, and I hope you die and you can suck my fucking dick. All right. I believe that was high pitch. More saliva. Yeah. Sounded right. This one is for Casey. I'm glad that you're on the call today, Casey. This is oh, uh, okay. We need some information from you, Casey. Uh, there used to be a koi pond in my backyard. Uh, they dug it out and then they filled in the hole with a bunch of fucking dirt. And now I can't grow any grass there. How do I grow grass on top of all this fucking dirt? I've tried 
fertilizer. I've tried. I've tried the aerating. I've tried it all, Casey. What do I do? Log back. Literally. Casey, any suggestions? Uh, you need to get a soil sample and send it out to whatever. Um, there's usually like a land grant university in every state that has a soil testing lab. Um, they'll tell you what like the limiting nutrients are. I'm not as much of a, I don't know much about grass. I don't know what kind of grass he's trying to grow. It might just be the grass that's the problem. You don't know a lot about grass? I would have thought, you know, based on your tone, you know a lot about grass. Yeah, right. You sound like somebody who's using grass every day. <laughs> Not so much anymore, but I did I did used to use a lot of grass. You know, we put it out there that this is a scientist that we have on the show, an expert in soil. The guy goes, how do I grow grass on soil? Oh, grass. I, fuck, I don't know about that. But most soil is covered in, in the world. She doesn't know about that. There's a lot of different aspects of soil science. I I'm a, I uh, work mostly in wetlands and forests. So, right. yeah, grass is chapter seven, asshole. <laughs> All right. So, did you guys hear that? If you have questions about soil, but also wetlands specifically, please send them in. To who are these podcasts? All right. This is the last uh, voicemail. Three tips for leaving good voicemails. One. Keep it short. Two, write down what you are going to say if you are a slobbering drunk. And three, if you fuck up, hang up. That is from My Room Records, and I appreciate the reminders going out to everybody. Thank you very much. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> Casey, anything that you want to plug? Uh, I guess I'm up to like 80 followers on Twitter now. Mm. That's pretty exciting. But what's your handle again? On Twitter, I guess it's dumb dirt bitch. Everybody, everybody <laughs> follow dumb dirt bitch. Vic, anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I just want to give a shout out to Casey. Uh, I got a I got a big wetland. She could take a look at later. Whoa! Oh, it's happening, I'd like guys. To take a look at that for you. It's really Thank happening. You. Oh, right. I, and I have uh, a question for you, Tab. Are you a boner guy? I am a boner guy. <laughs> All right. Tab, thank you again, buddy. Thanks, Tab. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for on. having me. I know that this, this was a marathon today, but uh, for Casey, Tab, and Vic, this is Carl and producer Chris signing off. Ew. From WATP. And uh, fuck Stutter and John. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here.